Zippity Zoppity, episode 53. We're back with another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. A whole new year. Well, I mean, it was before. I know, but... Or a new season. A whole new season. Right. Mm-hmm. Episode 53. My, wow. how the, They grow up so fast, don't they? <laughs> the world changes so fast. Can you believe we started this before the pandemic, having no idea what was going to happen? I just talked to our neighbor outside as I was doing going to the laundry machine. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, how's it going? And I said, oh, it's fine. And then I looked at her dead in the eyes because mm-hmm. my eyes were dead, you know, about the conversation. And I was like, actually, it's not going fine. The world is on fire. We're all, you know, slowly just devolving breaking down. and breaking down. <laughs> and she looked at me and she laughed and she said, yeah. Was it Kim? Yeah. And oh, then of she course went, she'd laugh. Yeah. She'd be like, you're right, man. Yeah, it's true. I know. I feel like Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. I've been saying that for years, though, being a... A doomsday uh, guy. You're also hypochondriac. You I'm not a there's... hypochondriac at all. You're a germaphobe. Yeah, there, there's that. All right, all right. I don't know why enough, they're supposed to... Enough horsing around, Katie. My you're... name is Katie. And I'm Sean. And, My uh... name is Katie. Yeah, yeah, I... What was it people used to do when they were kids? Bananas. B-A-N... No. Mm-mm. no. You'd say your name, and you'd say something that rhymes or something. You'd be like, My name is Katie. Yeah. And I like soccer. Yeah. And if I see you on the field, I don't know. I forget. Girls play different games than guys. <laughs> just throw balls at each other, uh, you know. And We uh, have all sorts of rhymes. Yeah. And even like hand, like I don't even know what you'd call that. Yeah, women uh, or girls socialize. Uh, very differently. Very differently. And when you, you see it with the games kids play, what's that piece of paper they, they fold up and you open it and close it? Mm, uh, I know. I don't know what it's called. I remember we did Cat's Cradle, oh, which yeah. is like the string. But I don't remember what that is called. But yeah, you're yeah. like uh, one, two, three, four. You know, my mama said, or you pick a color. Yep. It's all sorts of things. All sorts of fun <laughs> games the kids play, but I I don't know all of them. And it's been, it's so long. But girls ago. do different things. We, yep. it was funny. I remember one time you were telling me, I mean, a story about you and a friend and like you teasing them. Cause Sean's the king of, of jokes and I guess just making people uncomfortable. Sean loves to make people uncomfortable. And he was talking about something him and his friend Paul probably most likely did to some unsuspecting passersby. And I was like, how old are you? And he's like, I don't know. We're like 14 or some insert random age. And I'm like at 14. Hmm. I'm like me and my friend Rachel used to French braid each other's hair and then rub on our, each other's feet and then go to sleep, have a sleepover. And he's like, that is very different. And I was like, yeah, I didn't yes, do that. I didn't play it those It is very games. different. All right. Well, you know, uh, you know what? I'm, we have a mountain of paperwork in, in so our much office. Paperwork. Uh, the letters are rolling. How come in, you have Katie? two things two already? Stacks. This is the ones oh, we, we didn't, didn't get, get to last week, so although we did top. read that. Those and then top. these are the new ones. So let's put these together. I'm not very good at paperwork. And okay. so let's, these go together. This goes on top. Yeah. And that's been read. That yes, was last I week. recognize it. All right. So, but I want to start off with a confession. Yes, my child. Yeah. So, father, no, that's really creepy. I can't even pretend. No, I did something stupid just now. So, right before we started, I was like, I'm going to get into Sephora because we're almost out of face wash. Don't worry if you've been watching the hormone series. It is one that is supposed to be like gentle and recommended by said doctor. Anyways, I got in to buy it because the reason I actually was going to get into Sephora is because my eyeshadow stick that I got as a free sample completely got stuck in the lid somehow and broke out and I can't get it out. And I don't know, it's like a little tester one. So I was like, I'm going to see what other options they have for full size because now I have no eyeshadow. Not that that's a big deal, but I had a gift card for Sephora and I was like, I'm going to go use it. I'll get that eyeshadow. I'll buy us a face wash, have it shipped to my mom's house because we're going to head up there. 
What did I do? Got in, got the face wash, promptly checked out, and forgot the whole reason I fucking got on that site. And now I don't have any eyeshadow again. <laughs> well, you look fabulous with or without <laughs> eyeshadow, so oh, well, thank I, you. I wouldn't worry about it. But if you want, we could whip some coffee grinds up and uh, make <laughs> some, you know, holdover uh, no. makeup. No, no. Okay. That's okay. Anyway, I was just, do you ever do stuff like that? It's like I went on oh, there for one quick per- fix thing. For, and then... for all the women out there who, yeah. uh, who maybe also ran out of eyeshadow, you could also use quick. You know, the, the chocolate stuff, the powder. Ooh, you can use yeah. That. Like lick Smells your finger. Good too. And yeah. then to dab it on. Yeah, exactly. Just quick. dab it on quick. Use... Strawberry flavored quick. Mm. Banana flavored quick. Mm. I loved that one when I was a kid. Why is it food items you're going to put on your face? Why would you be like, I don't know, use some of your blush and push it on there or something. Or lipstick. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, you you stumped like, me. Get into the kitchen and just shove some, put some shit on your face. <sighs> I have a fear that we've run out of things to talk about. Us? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I'll just keep talking anyways just to, you know, cover my tracks. I mean, that's funny. Even talking to people on the phone, like my mom, because I talk to my mom most days, probably like five days a week, not right. every day. Uh, weekends are a free space. But when I talk to her, she's always like, what's going on, sis? Like, tell catch me up. And I'm like, you're mm, caught up, mom. Yeah. I ordered groceries and oh, they came. I swept the floor. Um, reminds me of this uh, date on Sex and the City. Charlotte's on a horrible date with a guy, bless his heart, seems super nice, but just not not a good fit. And he was super awkward. And she's out to dinner when Carrie and uh, Burger end up showing up. And they're in a bad relationship too. But they show up to the same restaurant and Charlotte all of a sudden like dives into their booth and she's like, oh my God, please save me, save me, save me. I'm on the worst date ever, yada, yada. She explains why it's terrible. And then she goes back to the table because I guess she must have told him she had to go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. And she sits back down and he's like, I asked for more bread and they haven't brought it yet. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, the, right, that's how I feel great talking update. to my mom. I have no updates. Yeah. I asked for more bread and they haven't brought it yet. Or I ordered groceries and they were delivered. And I watched some television. Sean and I had a giggle and that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, well, I was just kidding. We do have a lot to talk about. We this have week. so many letters. So many things have happened. Oh, my goodness. I went to the mailbox. Do you know what I found in the mailbox? Mail? Mm. Bills? Uh, yeah. Even more exciting than that, a jury summons. Now, for you? Yes, for me. Mm. Now, here are t- two things going on with this. Okay. One, um, Who's going to the fucking jury right now? Do you get on Zoom? Yeah, it's not certified mail, so you don't really have to answer it. Don't tell people that. <laughs> uh, I didn't receive it. Hopefully, the people uh, who I didn't take care receive of, it take care of jury as you summons. just told thousands of people. <laughs> no, I I called the number on it mm-hmm. and they hung up on me. So it's it's just so inefficient. I'm I, I called the number. Yeah. Also, you're not a citizen. I don't understand. So California, check this Have out. We talked about this probably not on the podcast. Okay. Um, they my phone's lighting up because the Canadians are playing hockey right Mm. now. I love our audience so much that I am willing to forego hockey for a couple of hours. It's true. Although he did try to pressure me into doing it tomorrow, to which I said, we've done that before, and it really is hard for you to get it edited in time, to which he said, okay. Well, today was busy. Uh, We just had to get through one edit, and then I had therapy in the uh, early part of the day, and Mm -hmm. uh, just there, there was a lot of little things going on. So yeah. Now, okay. Um, so back to your story. Oh yeah. So Summons. I, I called the number and they they said please hold. 
and they, went, they hung up and I was like, I'm off the hook. They hung up on me. I did my, I like I did the bare minimum. Yeah. But so what makes zero sense to me, if you go before, uh, the judge yes. and you're, you're, con- you know, you're, uh, not convicted, but you're the defendant. Yep. You are supposed to be, uh, heard by a jury of your peers. Correct. California, because people weren't showing up for their jury summons or jury duties or whatever. Were able to get out of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had to expand the pool of who can be jurors. There's so many people here, but I guess there's so many cases because well, there's now so many criminals. it's uh, a jury of your peers, plus people from Mexico and people from Canada. <laughs> so You can't th- live there. What you're saying is people who live in California who are not citizens can be in the jury. You're not, call- not sending mail out to Mexico or Canada. No, correct, correct. I mean, if you want, as a member of, of our audience, mm-hmm. if it's a Zoom call, if you guys want to jump on it with me, we could... Uh, we could send you a jury summons. You could just sit in for me. I mean, they don't know what I look like. <laughs> true. Christoph is there with his long hair. Yeah, I'm Sean. Yeah, hello. Um, but that's... So my question, I guess, is because courts do... Like, you have the right to a speedy trial. So with COVID happening, are you expected to, like, put on a mask and go sit in a jury room? Don't know. I hit they the, hung up on me. I hit the jackpot last time. <laughs> Because I had to go, I when was it? I know it was like either towards the end of last year, like November, December of last year, or not last year, the year before. The year before ever, the world stopped. So it was like 2019, early 2020. Lo, it was a Tuesday. Exactly. So I had to go to jury duty for the second time. And I lucked out again where I showed up and I was there for like an hour and then we all got dismissed. That's awesome. And I was like, beautiful. And I didn't have to go all the way downtown like last time. Downtown Los Angeles because parking's a nightmare. And First just- of all, they're total bozos for making people go to that courthouse. Because you go through, uh, what is it, what amounts? Area. Yes. Yeah. They, they have the parking lot, which is blocks away, or the parking lot that's right next to it. Well, you have to park, as a juror, you have to park in the Disney concert hall building parking. Oh, so it's actually not that bad, but you do have to walk. It's a it's a sketch. Downtown's a it, lot of downtown. Super it is sketch. like I'm going to be the victim of a crime going to sit on a jury about a crime. I don't understand <laughs> what they're thinking here is. But like, when I got, called, I don't know, maybe put a couple of cops outside so that you're not going to get robbed or. I mean, it's so early. You have to be there at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Yeah, but Most, the homeless people are out. They're usually asleep still. Yeah. I didn't I, encounter any. I, I had camera equipment with me because I was going to film. Uh, the you judge. were in a mo- like you went from the you came from the other side, I think, which is sketchier. Yeah, because there's like a park. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. I had to go through that park, and I thought I was going to get mugged. I had a bunch of equipment on me. Yeah. Um, anyways, but anyways, we're taking you through the weeds here with this story. Well, Sorry, guys. Sean just likes to derail. So all I was saying is that this last time I hit the jackpot because it was in Santa Monica. I was only there for two hours, and then once you go and they're like you're dismissed, you get this little piece of paper that says you can't call me back for I think three years. Oh, it's a get out of jail free card. Well, get out of jury duty free. Yeah. So same thing. Honestly, it's worth more to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to be on a jury. Well, anyway, so if I if I'm not here next week, it's because I'm uh, I'm in jury duty. Yeah, but then I wonder, like, does Kim Kardashian have to be on a jury? No. Well, because that's I, you know, not that's a good fair. question. Because um, home, that's not fair. Yeah, I, I think it would be too much of a distraction. Therefore, the case would be tossed it's or true. not tossed, but but she'd yeah. be she'd be dismissed. Also, and this is no uh, Maybe disrespect. She's not even I, I know that her mom watches this show. So um, uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, say anything bad about Kim, but 
I just don't know if she, you know, has has the uh, the attention span to. She's to... going to law school right now, dude. So She's, yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know if she has the attention span to. Um, I think people to... underestimate her. I actually don't think that anymore because Homegirl's a fucking like crazy entrepreneur. So they're getting divorced, hey? But I we're not really that kind know. of a show, so we're not talking about. I that. don't really know. Yeah. Who knows? Who I cares? <laughs> My sources. Which are probably things on the internet. I, you know what? I got rid of Twitter, so really? I'm not into Twitter anymore. You like just deleted the app, or you deleted yeah. your account? Oh, I just deleted the app. Okay. Um, but I think I'm going to delete the account too. He did that with Facebook, you guys. Facha bookapaja. I mean, I don't know. I, I have to have faith in the good that there is good on the internet. You know what? Like the problem is that it internet. was taking too much of my time. Oh, yeah. You don't I don't get to take that much of my time, Katie. I don't spend that much time on Twitter. I think it's a dumpster fire of hot garbage. Yeah. So I legitimately, if I'm, if I post, which I don't even tweet on there anymore because like it's just such, so ridiculous. But sometimes I'll just go in and just tweet something. And sorry, you guys, if you're trying to tweet me back, I do not look. Okay. Should we just get into some questions? I yeah, feel like you absolutely. want to pull us into a pit of despair here, and I'm just not going to allow it. Uh, it's because you know what it, it is, and this happens on every episode. It takes mm-hmm. me a little bit of time to settle into the pocket, mm. you know, and it it's just switching gears from doing another job to this job. Oh, oh, you guys. Okay, last night, I didn't even tell you this, so he's going to hear it just when you hear it. So last night, Sean does this thing. I don't know why you do this. So, sometimes it's like he can't just sleep like a normal person like in a, in a somewhat straight line he sleeps like the letter l i'm a freestyle sleeper That's so his feet were all the way over on my side and he was tilted back so his neck was all i was like that can't be comfortable and he wasn't breathing regularly like he'd, he'd go like <sighs> i'm efficient and then you started to really snore and it woke me up and i pushed on you i touched on you i said honey you're not breathing right. You need to roll onto your side. I said, you're scaring me. And you said to me, which he never talks back, you guys. Usually he'll just say, I am on my side. Or, Did I give you some okay. sass? No. He said, I'm going to finish the edit and I'm going to hit export. <laughs> and I and I was like, oh my God, he's working in his sleep. And then, and then I said, no, honey, you're asleep. You're sleep talking. You need to roll onto your side. And you said, just let me finish what I'm doing. And I said, what you're doing is sleeping and you need to roll on your side. <laughs> and then you like, oh, I think I, I stirred you enough because I like pushed on you again that you rolled. But I was like, of all things to say in the middle, like at three in the morning when you snored and woke me up was I'm finishing editing. I'm about to, I'm, out, I'm about to export this. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it's become all consuming. I know. To that I'm, end, I'm training a, an editor right now. We're trying to get more help. Yeah. Um, my assistant Jules is is trying to learn. Yeah. She's a quick learner. She is. Um, but it just takes time. It, yeah. You know, it's just like so. Um, I know you were impressed with my editing skills today. You even said, "Wow, you're so fast." Well, I haven't watched you edit a, a regular video. Like usually, when I watch you, it's when it's a more intensive edit, like the hormone series, where I'm like, "Oh, let's cut back to that thing," or "No, then we should go here." And this was like a regular me talking to the camera video, and I was like, "Wow, you're so much faster at this than." even i don't know how many years it's been really since i've watched watched but um but yeah so anyways that was funny sean was editing in his sleep 
one day one day i'm going to retire the editing uh job and never look back i'm just going to run screaming through a field ah, <laughs> you know like like a prisoner getting out of jail and i really do enjoy editing um but i also do not enjoy editing well it's like with with anything i think when you have to do it so frequently yeah without any breaks in there for the creative because what you used to do would be meet with companies and they'd either pitch you their idea and you'd pitch them the idea of what you think it could be so you get that creative mm -hmm. stuff and you get to like kind of put things together like oh i think we should go do this then that then we could meet with you guys and do this interview you would like get to kind of decide and now it's it's not like that really sometimes it is when but it hasn't been you know you like just yell this at me and not... throw things and then say this is what we're gonna do and i'm like oh, all right all right that's not what happens. <laughs> okay, let's jump into some letters because we you do just... have quite a few. And I want to say thank you for everyone who's sending them in. Um, it's really cool. It's and fun. I'm excited. PJ, of all people. Yes. Um, it's our I don't know why I say of all people, but I was talking to him mm -hmm. and I said, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm a little overwhelmed with the letters because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm afraid I'm going to lose someone's notes or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, you know, if you ask them to to follow a theme which we did last yeah, week i do it mostly yes you most do weeks. but but Not um always. in the subject line for the email if they would put what the the theme is oh then so then could... i can pull them and arrange them a little bit better mm. uh, but so yes when we from now on when we give you a theme please put the theme in the title is that what we'd call it subject subject line yes all right ready with that let's do this let's move on to our first question Howdy do, Katie and Sean. It's a letter. It's not necessarily a question. Oh, I was just reading from the question. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not a question. I was just reading that word. And I'm just correcting you, Katie. It's I'm an sorry. email. No. Howdy do. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy do to you. From the questionable mind that brought you the acclaimed cross-continental romance novel, Canadian Nights, and the classic tearjerker, S'mores Boy, How Star Trek Sent Me to Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> comes a new tale of boyhood dream and verboten cigarette verboten. a verboten cigarette and an unforgettable new metal concert a tale best told by the roadie <sighs> the roadie new metal i love it surviving the hormonal quagmire that we insist on calling high school was a particular challenge for one heavyset socially awkward individual named ian andrew <clears throat> sorry i meant graham last name redacted being a hardcore introvert i tended to spend countless hours lost amongst the chugging riffs rumbling bass bass lines thundering drums and mighty screams of heavy metal music love it you and sean both I can hear the sound of Katie's brain going, oh, no, no, thank you from here. No, Katie's a big <laughs> Slipknot fan. No, yeah. lies. I really don't enjoy heavy metal at all. All right. Well, he put some music on it and I hear him and PJ particularly. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. One time I got in the car and turned on the radio and Slipknot was blaring. I said, my goodness, what is this? That's not true. It was either country or uh, hip hop from the 90s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He says, they can hear me, my brain going, no, 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 but it's okay. I know metal's not for everyone. Yeah, but music, you know, to each their own. Two particular bands got me through the serious dark times, Metallica and Korn. Yeah. Although Metallica has become a more meaningful band to me as an adult, Korn continues to cross my Spotify at regular intervals and holds a special place in my memory, especially considering how I ended up working as a roadie for them once. <gasps> really? That's cool. What? Years that, ago, still riding oh. high, having held a successful Winter Olympics um, 
yeah, held a successful Winter Olympics, Vancouver was about to play host to another milestone moment in my life. Corn was coming to town. And thanks to a random fan club contest and a little good luck, I won a contest to be roadie for a day. Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. So like all the fun without, you know, the, uh, the pressure. The, yeah, the years of hard drug use. and <laughs> Not that roadies are. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But oh, I don't actually on. know what roadies do. It's a tough job. They're Isn't the ones like that move all the equipment, right? and equipment and set the stage up. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's all different types of roadies, you know? Yeah. I would, yeah, it's just a funny name, like Rody, because I would be like, you mean program directors? But yeah, I guess. And I guess since, uh, you know, he is uh, a Rody, I guess you could say he's our Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible joke. No. Okay, go on. No, he's he's one of our staff writers. Yes, he's a Brody. Was this just another fancy pants euphemism for meet and greet? Au contraire, I literally spent from dawn to dusk working with the Corn Road crew, oh, cool. hauling heavy cases of sound equipment, assembling the drummer's kit, connecting chords, and so on. But it wasn't all work. I also got to meet and talk to the guys in Corn throughout the day and got pictures and autographs from them. That's How cool. fucking cool. Although Jonathan Davis does kind of give me the willies. He's just such a, an, he's the lead singer. He's such a, an, a quirky person. Is he the person. one with the crazy dreadlocks? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, Maybe not. He had some some i think dreadish hair at one point hmm. but it's the other guy fieldy uh he's the uh i think the guitarist he, he's the one we uh we saw getting yelled at in the uh, is he like beardy in the <laughs> office his name's beardy <laughs> i have known nothing about corn other oh. than that there i don't enjoy the music it's too intense and the one guy had dreadlocks and looked really dirty yeah one guy lives down the road from joe tolly hmm. in laguna nigo yeah but anyways okay okay go on this is a nick interesting story so i know we have people have so many great stories despite whispers in chat rooms that some members were not so friendly the guys in corn were nothing but kind to me thankfully disproving the never meet your heroes adage yeah for this instance i always worry about that because i've um in my celebrity encounters i've had good and bad like david spade i think i've talked about this was like Mm -hmm. a total dickwad and ever since I've like not wanted to watch his film, like I just like hate the guy. Like I can't get over it. He was so mean for no reason. Like I wasn't like, huh, huh. I just said, hey man, I love your stuff. And I was like, today's my birthday. Would you mind taking a photo with me? And he was like, please get out of my face. His like, whole shtick is being a schmuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think he really is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's playing a character. I think yeah, he's... he just plays David hmm. Spade. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, hmm. and then I was just like, my friend Cammy was with me and she was like, uh, only had been in the States for maybe like a year at that point and she was like man he's so rude and i thought americans were friendly like she was so like uh, taken back by it but anyway okay so i'm glad that they were nice to you says i even got to eat dinner with the bass player fieldy oh he's the bass player Fieldy. all right that's the dude from laguna Niguel. beardy Mm -hmm. beardy (laughs) in the catering tent to this day i'm still not sure how after fieldy um how, after fielding his posse sat down at the table I was at and happily talked with me that I did not suffer a heart attack. It's pretty cool. I mean. <laughs> I'm sure your face, I know my face would be this way if it was like one of my favorite bands. You're just like, <laughs> like, is this real life? Like totally shocked and excited at the same time. I'm surprised you didn't too, but, but good. Like Peter Mars story last week where he was just, yes. dude, I had your magazines on my wall. and <laughs> You like got to tell him his whole story. But I, I'm not going to lie. If anybody who is famous doesn't like that, then they obviously got into the wrong job. Yeah. Like, you, isn't wasn't the whole goal to be famous and have people have your posters on their wall? Right. And then you meet a dude who tells you about it. Wouldn't you be super stoked? 
I think I'd be super stoked if that was my goal. Okay, says my whirlwind roadie day was capped with me watching the whole corn concert from yeah. the side of the stage. Fuck yeah, That's man. That's the spot to be too. That's the good spot. Because you're not with the crowd. You're like... You're behind the scenes. Yeah. I remember when I went to a Dave Matthews concert in Northern California, his wife, he was all not excited, but Dave Matthews was like, I'm really excited because my wife and my two girls are here. And I think they had twins or something. Um, and he just gestured. He's like, they're watching from backstage. And I could see from the angle of where we were, their shadows of them standing like, right. And I was like, oh, how cool. You know, that's a cool spot. That that's is. like inside scoop spot. Yep. Okay. Um, from the side of the stage, allegedly sharing a cigarette with the singer of one of the opening bands. A bit of an oops, considering Vancouver has some of the strictest public smoking rules in Canada. Eh, what? I don't know. Really? But, uh, well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea what the laws are in Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, we have laws now. Ah, ah, ah. As long as it's pot, you can smoke all the pot you want. No but no tobacco. No wacky, well, wacky tobacco, but no regular tobacco. Right, right. It says, but as it was many years ago, and I don't smoke anymore. Don't smoke, kids. I quit when I was 30. And I wasn't really a hardcore smoker anyways, but no. it's the worst mistake anyone can do. I think you were over 30 because it's when I first met you. So you're like 32. Okay. In my head, it's 30. But... um. But yeah, it matter. if anyone out in the audience is a smoker, stop now. Yeah, because it 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 it's got some consequences down the road. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it's just for your health. It's not about like, oh, smoking's so bad. Like everybody who smokes knows it's, knows it's bad for them. For sure, for like, sure. There's no uh, ignorance is bliss kind of situation now. Yeah, but it is highly addictive. So if you can just start to whittle down. Hey, if there was vitamin C in it, and they told me it was healthy, I'd go back to it tomorrow. I really enjoyed smoking a cigarette, but the smell. It's not, yeah, it's just but my dad good. smoked when I grew up too. I just can't. No, I can't deal. Right. Okay, that's enough of us shaming him. He doesn't <laughs> smoke anymore. I'm just kidding. I was like, he's quit too. I was just curious about the public smoking rules in Canada and Vancouver having the strictest because I know would it have been in like the early 2000, late 90s where um, you might want to turn your phone over because. You're going to be distracted no, and you're not very good at No, it's my laundry. That. That's why. Oh, I see. Um, I'm multitasking, people. I'm doing laundry uh, as well. Which, so many things. Yeah. So Sean doesn't do that very well. He gets maxed out. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Okay. Um, but I, when was it that they stopped smoking indoors? Because I remember when you go to Denny's or something, they'd be like, this is the smoking section. This is the non-smoking section. <laughs> you're just sitting in a smoky restaurant. Mm -hmm. but It was like all like The Las imaginary Vegas. section divider. I mean, it was better yeah. But it was still terrible. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends on what country yeah. you're in. But anyway, that's interesting because okay. we have really strict rules here in California or in Los Angeles, at least, I guess. Okay. At the end of the concert, after helping take down all that which I had helped set up, mm. <laughs> that's got to be so exhausting. You know what I mean? Every every couple of days, you're just like putting things together, taking things down. Equipment's got to get fucking beat up. That's why those cases are so uh, heavy and industrial. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Says Ray, Korn's drummer, invited me back to his dressing room and gave me a personally signed poster thanking me for my help. Ah, uh, that's cool. They were super nice. It still lives in one of my frames to this day. I would, that's so awesome. Now, if, um, if only concerts could make a post-COVID comeback so I can dream of Metallica holding a roadie for a day contest too. That'd be I amazing. know, that'd be I awesome. I wanted to go to the Arctic Circle. Metallica held a concert up there. <gasps> how cool. And everyone was driving up to the Arctic Circle to see Metallica. How, I was like, how, that's like, awesome. How long of a drive is that from like Vancouver or whatever? Like 30 days to get to the North Pole? No. It's, I think it's probably like a two-day drive. It's got to be, right? Yeah. It, I don't know how much land you're covering, but like it seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Not a bad comp concert experience, eh? 
Eh? Eh? Hope you all enjoyed this, and hopefully I haven't taken up too much of your time. Not at all, Graham. Never. We other OTDM staff writers know our place, lol. Besides, I should be paying more attention to my book. I'm about to cross the 100,000 word mark again. No kidding. Yep. Wait. I say again because it's not a brand new story I've been working on. Rather, a rewritten one that I liberated from a copyright-stealing motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. A copyright-stealing motherfucker of a website that shan't be named, but you'll have to wait to hear that story another time. Okay. I'm thinking of calling it Dr. Rage Quit. Or how I learned to stop worrying and love that throat punch. <laughs> or love the throat punch. Enjoy your week from Graham, employee number four, staff writer, head caffeine technician. Perfect. Well, thank, thank you for you, writing Graham. in, Graham. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing that other story. So Yeah. Well, That's uh, a bummer, though. But yeah. Thieves. Thief. Okay. You're a thief. Dirty, rotten thief. Christina has a letter. Are we ready? Yes, but uh, let's pause. Should I'm we do your my laundry? And through the power of editing... Um, we're magically back Sean had to do with laundry so and then Jules stopped by to drop off her hard drive with she tried to edit a podcast so she's learning one day when we're making hundreds of millions of dollars Ooh, um, fancy I won't be doing my laundry during the podcast but till then <laughs> actually one day hopefully soon we'll have our own washer and dryer Ooh, talk dirty to me so you can just let it sit in there for like an hour while we finish and then you can finish your laundry top loading or front loading I actually, I like a front loader. I don't know Old why. School. But the top, the dryer's tricky to get out. It, they're always front loaders or unloaders and reloaders. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yes, things were happening. But we're back. We're back. We're back. Be. Okay, let's do this. So next letter is from Christina. Hi, Christina. Hello. She says, I saw Taylor Swift before she was cool. Oh, I traveled. I did not know that this is a city. I traveled to Wyoming. Like Wyoming, but Wyoming, like missing, Pennsylvania, near Reading, maybe Reading, I don't know, and met her twice. Wow. LOL. Met her. I'm in Delaware, so not too far. Did she have an aura around her? Was she Did glowing? she seem like, Was she nice? you're going to be somebody. I know. I don't know if she's nice or not, but you let we'll us. We'll find out. Well, maybe, maybe she'll tell us. Let's keep reading. Stop getting distracted, I'm hoping Katie. she's a nice person. Me too. You should consider, oh, it says, I'm in Delaware, so not too far. You should consider the East Coast. Um, I don't know all, but where I'm at, there are mountains two hours away, mm. one way, and the other way about two hours is beaches. That's like hey, L.A. We're like... Can't go wrong. So close. Delaware is small, but reasonable housing. They call uh, Delaware the uh, California of the East. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> they call Delaware, Delaware. Right. Oh, my God. That always reminds me of that Wayne's World when they're doing like a... I'm in Hawaii. Hookalaka hiki. Come on, you want to lay me? Pass the moi, mahablo. Kunch, good kunch. And then they're like, I'm in Delaware. Hello, I'm in Delaware. Like they don't have anything <laughs> to for say. <laughs> That's not nice. Delaware is a great place. No, it's just a funny. I love Wayne's World. Oh yeah, it's really more of an homage to Wayne's World. But Delaware sounds glorious. Thank you, Christina. And do write back and let us know. Was Taylor Swift nice? Oh, that was the end of it. That was it. That's all we got, dude. She likes you, to leave us hanging. I appreciate the brevity. I really do. Uh, however, yeah. you don't leave someone hanging. Like, hey, uh, yeah, I met Taylor Swift a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. But what she, was she wearing? Did she, she sing to you? How old was she? Yeah. What did she sing? Yes, very good questions. Yeah. All good questions. But mainly, we're always curious, were they nice? Fun fact, she was in a Metallica cover band as a kid. No. Yeah. I don't believe it. She watches. She'll write in. Taylor, if you're, if you're uh, <laughs> seeing this particular episode. I like how Sean pretends episode. that Chris Jenner and Taylor Swift listen to our podcast. That would be 
That would be. No, awesome, they but... do. No. I just know in my heart of hearts. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Chris Jenner loves this show. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's probably like. Uh, I mean, what is? She's this? at home right now, saying yes, yes, I do. I'm gonna write in. Then write right in, now. Chris. Write in. Okay. Next letter. Sean's clearly lost his mind. Says, "Hi, Katie and Sean. Hello. Hello. As a follow-up on the humor in therapy question, I don't know this word. Gelatology. Gelatology. Yeah. Gelatology. Golo." is the study of humor oh it's even fun to say i um i read a great book called humor by anton heretic anton heretic is a slovak psychologist it's a great last name it is a heretic what a heretic what, a heretic. what is heretic isn't it like a it's is, someone who uh renounce i'm gonna make this up yeah, uh like, my understanding this, of it is someone is, who renounces um common wisdom uh common governance believing in or, or practicing religious heresy oh <laughs> i was somewhat close you were but, getting there you're getting warm yeah still kind of cold but getting warm mm. okay so balderdash as, he said balderdash <laughs> so uh anton heretic is a slovak psychologist and forensic expert in the field of psychology he has written multiple books, and one of them is On Humor in Therapy, where he also explains the history of humor, famous psychologists and philosophers who dealt with humor and its roots in human history. Huh. Can you wow. imagine, picture if you will for a second. Yes, I'm picturing. Some cave people mm -hmm. sitting yes. around a, a... A fire. What a else fire. Yeah. Oh, oh, good grog, you know, like they're like... Cave people. Not I a like lot how of... we assume cave people would make those noises when in actuality they're probably just quiet. Because if they're us, they're like, I'm bored. Yeah. Boy, I can't wait till they invent podcasts, one says to the Working other. Working on this wheel made yeah. out of It's stone. a square wheel. We haven't invented the round one yet. No, but can you imagine the, the first cave person telling a joke or uh, drawing a painting? Did you see? Did you see? the no. um The ceiling that was just discovered in the caves in somewhere in South America at some crazy elevation balderdash I'd say. no but <laughs> they, they say that this ceiling of art mm -hmm. uh it's all cave art mm -hmm. um but they didn't it's know massive it they didn't know they just discovered it wow. and it's uh well i'd assume people had a lot of time on their hands because the internet didn't exist <laughs> <laughs> hey you know the internet i couldn't waste all my time on facebook so i painted the sistine chapel right yeah amazing things were born. no but it was amazing to see the, these reproductions of um you know animals and to yeah. see what they were seeing through i mean he, well rudimentary he tools right it's not like they have like all the tools we but, have now but the sometimes you see these cave drawings and, and i'm a critic like you I'm know that's shit i'm a critic you know, <laughs> i wasn't very good but this person so they judgmental. had perspective down and they had horns on some sort of uh i think it's some sort of uh bovine that doesn't exist anymore you okay. know and yeah but it well, was that's just, the interesting thing is they try to figure out what those pictures are. Yeah. Would you call them? Because like, what are hieroglyphs? And like, what's the difference between that and that? You hieroglyphs know? are, it's a language. It's like language. And um, they're characters, much like emojis that mm -hmm. the Egyptians, I think, They're the original there emojis. Are. You heard it here first. That's the title of this podcast. What? Hieroglyphs, the original emoji. There you go. What's with the Egyptians uh, always standing sideways, though? I don't get that perspective in, in all their, you know, when they're telling a story whatever the, the hieroglyph. I don't know. Our hier no. Am I getting this wrong? Is that Egyptian? 
Let I, us know. Write in. We're always wrong. Our, you know, but let us know. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. We're always wrong. And we know it. You know. That's like I was on uh, Jim Jeffrey's podcast. It'll come out, I guess, yeah, the week after this. That's a big one. He was super nice. Everybody was super nice. But his is his podcast is called, and I may be messing up the, the order of the words, but it's like, I don't know about that. Yeah. And I was like, it's like opinions that don't matter. Or oh, like, really? Do you think he's listening and taking our material? No, Sean. <laughs> I just meant... It's, I like the, what I like podcasts like that where you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't need to be an expert all the time. That's exhausting. I'm not also, an armchair expert. There's a lot I don't know about. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. All right. If you recall, we're talking about Anton Heretic yes. and his books. In the book, he mentions how humor can be beneficial in therapy, but, and this is something I would be interested in what Katie thinks, humor needs to be timed and not every patient is suitable to use humor for. 100% agree. I wonder if Katie in her practice had a patient who's used humor as a defense mechanism, uh, like every day, or if any patient used humor excessively and Katie then joined in joking, or what the mechanisms are once a patient brings jokes into therapy. Is humor considered a good coping mechanism or is it rather a defense mechanism according to you? Thank you and have a nice day and weekend. Jan oh, Yana. I always say Jana and it's Yana. I'm sorry. Jane. But you can call me Jane. Hi, Jane. Thank you. Um, Sweet Lady Jane. So, yeah, such a good, yeah. Anyways, so. Yes. Thoughts on humor and therapy? Hmm. I guess in my experience, humor can be, it's useful. Like even if it is a defense mechanism, it's it's actually a useful tool. It's like a coping skill, right? Um, I've even had patients who, like I had a patient years ago who would smile when she'd talk about abuse in her past. Be like, so it was like, you know, my dad was just, he would beat us. And I was like, do you recognize you're smiling like this sounds like a very painful story and her her like kind of joking way that she would be like well if i can't laugh about or smile about like i'm just gonna cry right and i was like but this is the one place you can cry you know and so there, i have a little i do think that part of it is is helpful humor can be healing when we can you know it's like you're turning your pain into something else and i think that's fine but it only gets us so far. We still need to be in therapy. And I think when patients use humor as a way to distract me and the therapeutic process, that's a defense mechanism. And that's actually hindering your progress. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I've had patients who will try to start uh, sessions by telling me a funny story mm. or uh, make, a, make, joke, make a joke about something that we talked about last week. Like, hey, remember you gave me that homework? I did it terribly and blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, it's kind of therapeutic, but it's kind of not. And they'll try to distract with that. And I'll be like, so getting back to, and they're like, damn. And then they try again. You know, it's very common. Yeah. Humor is neat because it can be used as, as an armor mm -hmm. to protect yourself. Yep. Or if uh, I make fun of me first, they can't do it. Or you can weaponize that. humor and make fun of people. And yep. I'm not saying that as a joke. No, like, but, but people do it. People weaponize humor. And um, uh, it's one tactic. I don't, I don't advocate it. But, no. Uh, well, I think that's bullying. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't actually think, yeah. Like weaponizing humor is like called bullying. Hey, Sean, you're bald. <laughs> bullying. Yeah, because you're, you're laughing at someone else's expense. And true humor. Only I can make that joke, guys. Only me. Right. Don't draw and taunt me with your drawings, you know. <laughs> you guys sent in the best drawings. We're going to get to that in a minute. For the I'm, I'm just Knights. joking, by the way. I thought it was fantastic. I thought they were amazing. Yeah. Also okay. his wig. Okay. Anyway, um, so I do think that like humor can be used obviously to injure and that's just bullying but I, I understand its need and why it's used as a coping skill all the time but but yeah overall I I think I mean therapists always know when you're doing that and it happens all the time like 
all the time, you guys. Mm. I've even had um, patients that would just, I don't know, they just start start sessions off with silly stories about like their dog peeing on their carpet and how, you know, or silly video they saw online, like jokes, making jokes, bringing up funny things to lighten the mood because therapy can feel really heavy. That's what I do the whole time. I just but I don't jokes. really joke back. I don't because I would be too afraid of like yeah, well, you injuring have to, someone. You have to be the person who holds the line. Yeah. Hold the line. I mean, if they tell a funny story or if they're trying to tell me a joke, if it's like in they're like, hey, I heard the funniest thing, then I'll feel okay to laugh, but I'm not going to joke as well. I could tell my own separate joke, but I would never joke about the situation because I just you just don't know. Right. It right. could hurt them without me meaning to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello from your science correspondent. Is this Sue? I think this is probably Sue. It yes, is. go ahead. It is Sue. We're getting something from our, our science correspondent. It says, you were talking last week about everything being an illusion. Did you know that some philosophers argue that it is far more likely that we are living in a computer simulation than not? Thank you. Finally, philosophers somebody. and Sean agree on something. Conspiracy funny. theorists, philosophers. The argument goes that the probability of intelligent life evolving to the point of being able to run computer simulations capable of containing an entire universe is very low. But should a life form exist that achieves such a thing, they would likely produce a vast amount of computer simulations. Therefore, the chance of us being in one such computer simulation is far higher than the chance that we have evolved to our current level via biological systems. That's the argument. Well, that flew over my head. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I could break it down. No, I... If, I, if someone in the audience feels like it's over sure. their head. So what they're I'm saying... I'm just asking for a friend who didn't understand Katie. Asking for a friend. So, and it's easier because I'm reading it, right? So the argument is yeah. that the probability of intelligent life evolving to the point where they could create computer simulations... Sure. ...that could contain people in them... Yeah. ...is very low. So the fact that we know we can do that, right? You can make a computer simulation. Mm-hmm. We know that exists. So because we've evolved to the current level with which we are at, chances are there are a lot of these simulations running. Oh yeah, okay, okay. That's what she's. That's what they're. The philosophers, not not our science correspondent. Mm. Um, she's just relaying information. Now, changing the subject. I love a good subject change. My first concert was GNR. Guns and uh, Roses. Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop. At Wembley Stadium in London. Are you shitting me? Were you there for, for the filming of... 1986. 1986? So it must have been around about 1986. I'm going to say it's 1988 or 89. And I think they filmed Paradise City, the video uh, oh, I, for that show. Well, let's keep reading. Was he see. wearing a white jacket? Let I need to know, Sue. Sue. Who cares about the science? I mean, you should have led with this. This is gold. Go well, on. Let's keep going because it might not be the same one. To buy tickets in those old days required me and my friend queuing up outside the box office. Do you remember that? You'd have to wait in line. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. When the tickets went on sale. To do this, we had to bunk off from school for the day. It was the day I was supposed to be sitting one of my GCSE exams. In England, these are the national exams that, uh, you know, which get you into college, etc. But... As a 16-year-old. You know what also gets into college? Listening to GNR. GNR is good for getting into college. I don't think there's a direct correlation, but we can do some research. But as a 16-year-old, I decided that Guns N' Roses was more important. Smart move. (laughs) We successfully got tickets, made it to the concert. During said concert, one of my friends rushed the stage and got arrested. Awesome. 
I spent hours on my then boyfriend's shoulders and must have almost killed him. <laughs> Some, there's something so sweet and hilarious to me as even though I don't feel like I'm that old. When I see teenagers, yeah. I recognize how old I am because they look like babies, like children. Yeah, when you see university students oh, now I'm like, and you're they're a like, child. whoa, that's a kid. Even though I still feel like I just graduated, it's right. a weird, it's a mind fuck, you guys. So anyways, for those of you who are younger, you have that to look forward to. So when I see teenagers dating, yeah, it's cute and also hilarious in situations like this in particular where the boy is like, it could be the girl too, but in this, she's like on his shoulders and you know they're like in pain, but like teenage boys are this certain breed where they're like, I can't let my girl dance. Like it's that funny, I don't know. And as an adult, it, it just is nothing, there's nothing funnier than him probably, like I'm sure he was like dog tired, sore, maybe, I don't know, hurt his back. Nobody knows. Yeah. He'd never tell anybody. It's not the best way to enjoy the He's concert. a teenage boy. He probably didn't <laughs> see shit. <laughs> but he was like, best night ever. Yeah. Right. You know? Okay, <laughs> spent hours on my boy, then boyfriend's shoulder, must have almost killed him, and um, and had been waving my lighter in the air. Oops, sorry, I got too excited. In the air for such a long time that I still have the scar on my groin from where I burnt myself from putting it back in my pocket. You know how hot that metal gets? Sweet <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is hilarious, though. You got a burn mark from those the GNR concert. Even when I light a candle with our little big yeah. long thing, like those things are hot. It's hot. So did that. That was funny. That's pretty cool. Also in East London, a few years earlier, yeah. I saw an early concert from an unknown band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No shit. The only thing I really remember is that they did the concert completely naked. <laughs> That's so the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, Especially they, they wore the cock sock. You know, they, they it, would. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's they, a lot. They put uh, a sock over their junk. So she and, had to be, if it was a few years earlier, she had to be like 13 years old. That's right? nuts. 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and I also have. A That's why I think Sue is amazing, by the way. She has great musical taste. Scientist. Mm -hmm. um, this is. It's, so it's much a, going for so her. So much going on. <laughs> I hope you met a, a boyfriend that would do that for you again. Like that good of a guy. Right, hope you got right. a good a good man in your life. Okay. Oh, and I also have a stupidly extensive and expensive guitar collection. What? Which far outweighs my playing abilities and includes Gibsons and Fenders. I hope no. one day to be well enough to play them again. I hope so too, Sue. Oh, I need to know what kind of guitars you have, Sue. Send anyway, photos. Anyway, thanks to both of you for all you're doing. And remember, kids, stay in school, Sue. Thank you, science correspondent. I uh, Back yeah. to the, what do they say? Uh, back to you, Jim. Or uh, when they're going back to the main place, what do they call that? Uh, wow. Now back to the studio. 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 Wow, dropping oh. a little Phil Collins on me? Huh. Hey, Sue, <laughs> I want to know more about these guitars, though. You, you have a, a collection. I, I'm i a horrible guitarist. Uh, pretty bad. But I'm learning, and one day when I grow up, I'm going to have a Gibson. Um, I'd like a Les Paul. Right mm -hmm. now I have an Epiphone Les Paul. And while it's an amazing guitar, there's just something about that finish the nitrolose mm. finish on a i don't know what that means but ooh. i'll just go ooh, yes yeah oh it looks so gorgeous. pretty but guitars are amazing they're like artwork you can hang them on the wall you don't even have to play which i think that's where all the really expensive guitars i have a theory that the really expensive guitars end up on stockbrokers walls or lawyers walls you know and they never use them they're gathering dust which it's, is fine it's possible because, because the thing about it might be that they played as a kid and they don't really play anymore but they have an appreciation yeah or if it's like art, then as long as someone appreciates it for what it is, yeah. let it go. Beautiful instruments. Musical yeah. instruments in general, for some reason, I have a fascination yeah. with them. 
Um, but yeah. guitar is particularly. I mean, I tried the guitar and didn't particularly enjoy playing it. Uh, the piano, I do love the piano. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My goal right now, my infatuation is with foreign languages and I need to learn my French. Okay. Gotta stay focused, people. Focused. Okay, so these are your notes, I'd assume. Because I don't. they don't make any sense. Oh yeah, you can skip that. Sean makes notes and they don't make any sense to me. Okay. Hey, uh, Katie and Sean. Hey. Uh. Howdy doody. I'm writing to you in regards to your latest prompt for sharing the celebrity encounters and concert experiences. I've always loved concerts, though I'm not the kind of person who loves crowds. Samesies. Samesies. Oh, no, wait. You know what? The Guns N' Roses story. I'm going back to Sue's thing right uh-huh. now. Um, I think they filmed Paradise City at Donington. Mm. So it wasn't Wembley. Dang. Okay. Well, anyways. Well, glad we cleared that up. I was really worried. <laughs> I know a lot of audience members were like, Sean, you got this one wrong. You know, we're going to fix it. I, I hope they left comments while they waited for you to figure yeah. it out. You dummy, they said. Idiot. Stop interrupting Katie. <laughs> no, that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Um, okay. So I'm not the kind of person who loves crowds either, but I really do love concerts. So I'll deal with it. If it doesn't make, if that doesn't make sense to you, no worries. It doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> I get it. Live music is fucking awesome. And there's really no way to enjoy live music and the energy of a crowd without being at a concert with a crowd. Right. A Zoom concert does not cut it. No. No. Okay. Like I wouldn't even tune into a Guns N' Roses Zoom concert. I'd be like, eh. I mean, is there Have anything more that? depressing? Where, like, there's The musicians are in different locations and everything's out of time. And yeah, is there like, anything Ugh. more depressing? It's not okay. Okay. Because you know there's a delay when you hear things. Like right. whenever I've done the news or something they're like katie thanks for being with us and i'll immediately be like thanks for having me but when i watch it back there's this gap because it's the recording anyway Mm -hmm. okay says i've been to to various concerts of slovak artists musicians i must say they are all down to earth people and neither of them ever seem to be rude or not willing to sign an autograph or anything that's That's awesome from slovak bands my most favorite one is gladiator by the way the first slovak band to ever appear on mtv was a huge success back then these oh then they link out to a youtube uh, video for the rock days oh cool now when we when you guys send youtube videos um do we want them to do that is it hard to you for you to integrate i mean it, it helps me re- i could read it or, or click it. on it but I, I won't be able to put it here because of copyright issues gotcha okay so, so just fyi yeah. um today they're more pop centered and don't sing in english anymore oh. wah, wah, wah. from singers i've always been a fan of jana kirshner I think I'm saying that right. I remember in 2000 when I asked her for an autograph and she was really nice. Nice. And then in 2013, I was at her concert again and was nice to see nothing had changed. Although she has been living in England for a long time or had been living in England for a long time back then. She's still a very down to earth person from singers like Zuzana Smodanova. That's a fun name. My name is Zuzana Smodanova. But some people just call me Zaza Zoo. <laughs> I, don't know. I would go by... <laughs> Zuza. Zuza. It's like um, one of my my favorite characters at NCIS right now is Ziva. Ziva. She's a Mossad Mossad operative working with NCIS. She's badass. And the guys are kind of scared of her and it's cool. I think in another life, Katie, you could have been uh, a hitman and an assassin. Oh, I don't uh, know. Like a a Mossad agent or something or, you know, a killer for the government. I think it'd be better to be a detective. Yeah. I don't know if I could so much be a killer, but I'm pretty sure that I could figure out who done it. Who done it? Yeah. Because okay. even the other day I was watching NCS, I was like, it's, it wasn't a bank robbery. That guy was the person they were trying to kill. And then like 15 minutes later, 
they figured it out. And I was like, obviously, $25,000 does not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. I, did I insult you just now by saying that? No. I didn't mean to. You didn't. I, I just meant like you, you have a, a steel about you sometimes, like steel, like the metal, you know? Yeah. You, well, I think in you order can to harden yourself. I can. But I think it's protective more than anything. That's your, I, uh, that's your it's armor. It's my you puffer fish. You don't use uh, humor. You use um, stillness. Mm -hmm. Well, if you get really still, it seems intimidating to people. Word to the wise. So if you don't know what to say and you're like, I'm not intimidating at all, then you just stare. If you can give a dead stare. It's very overwhelming to people. Oh my God, I'm reading that book, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And one of the stories that the guy, because it's, it's a bunch of stories and so far it's, it's a lot to digest. And I don't really like this, like, it's going to help you. I don't really like that language of it, but the stories are great. And I forget who whose story this is because they're from a bunch of different people. All, I don't even want to call them famous people, but like people that we know of, like Winston Churchill and uh, Thomas Edison and, you know, tons of different people like that. So one of the stories is that growing up they were on some kind of like a, a shared working farm okay and they were in the wood shop and this the son was it's his story that he's telling his dad was like cutting some wood and you know sanding things down i don't know maybe building a bench lord only knows anyways working and and oh and dumping grain in they're doing a bunch of stuff right they were just working and a young girl sat in my head, head i think she's like eight or ten said a, a young girl came in and said and he's like, what can I do you for? You know, what do you need? And she said, my mom needs her 50 cents. So like probably her payment or you borrowed it, you need it back. My mom needs her 50 cents. And he's like, I can't do it right now. I'm busy. Come back tomorrow. And she's like, my mom needs her 50 cents. And he's like, you need to get out of here. He's like, I'm working, you know, this is dangerous for you. And he like comes at her and she just sits, she doesn't leave. And he doesn't realize that she never left. And then a couple minutes later, he turns around. He's like, I told you to get out of here. And she's like, she doesn't say anything. And he tries to come towards her. He's a big man. He's like a grown man. And she stands up and she shouts at the top of her lungs while she steps toward him and makes eye contact and says, my mom needs her 50 cents. Give it. And he like is shocked by her, <laughs> this little girl, right? Bold. And so he pulls the 50 cents out and gives it. And he's like, get out. And she gets out. And the, the son that's watching this is like, I think of her when I need to muster up the courage to ask for something that sometimes all you have to do is wait people out and then show them you mean business. And he's like, sometimes when people say no to me, this guy was like a super successful insurance agent. He pictures himself as a little girl. Hey, it's <laughs> hey, it strength works, is not about size. It isn't. It anyway. Isn't. So I always think of that. So I wonder what would have happened if, if he, if he didn't give her the money, do you think she would have shanked him? <laughs> no. Hey, motherfucker, I'm not playing. <laughs> but <laughs> she, I, I, I mean, it's a little kid. I think <laughs> yeah, sometimes, she sounds pretty hard. But sometimes as a girl, yeah. you know someone's not really going to hurt you. So you can, I mean, that's not a fair thing to say. I know that. Like people do get hurt. But sometimes I would, like as a female, I, I feel a little bit more emboldened to take risks like that because mm. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a woman. Like you're not going to hit me. Mm. Like people could see that looks bad on you. Right, right, right. You know. Also, I hit back because I'm an adult, but you know, she was a little girl, but feisty. And anyways, I appreciate that. And I think there is some of that in me. And I was definitely that kind of a little kid where I was like, don't even test me. Um, but I think that's why I can sustain on the internet, man. If I wasn't a little hard, I'd have been like, ooh. No, I, I'm the person who cries. <laughs> no, you get, you get angry. I'm like, see me in person. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Okay. Cash I mean, me outside. How about that? <laughs> Cash me outside, Katie. <laughs> 
exactly no it's more like <laughs> but the thing about me that's weird is that i would never i would i would never approach someone in public or say anything to them i would just mm -hmm. pretend they didn't exist because i feel like that's the biggest insult yep i think it is so okay enough of that yes who i don't even like thinking katie, in katie, that brain you're, you're spiraling i am okay so we're talking about zuza okay yeah zuzana smaranova um when she started at 16 and her lyrics were too deep for that age. Wow. Mm. I always wonder if they've been through something or somebody else wrote their songs. I don't know. Hmm. And she, she started uh, that hashtag challenge that she mentioned last time. This yeah. is Jane. Yep. From foreign artists, I saw a couple of them live. Never encountered them in person, though. Robbie Williams can pull a great show. Still don't understand why he's not popular in the U.S. at all. Yeah, I don't know who Robbie Williams is. He, he was somewhat popular. Uh, I think there was just so much music that was coming out and... Mm -hmm. Sometimes when they bring someone from a different marketplace, because he's he's uh, English from uh, oh is he from okay. England? He's from London, England. <laughs> he's English from England. England. <laughs> uh, but I think they they just weren't sure how to how to package and sell him, and there yeah. was a lot of competition at the time. Oh, because yeah, I don't know. But she saw Katy Perry, Passenger, Snow Patrol, James Blunt, who I love for how he trolls haters. Oh, that's fun. I'll have to look that. It's a BuzzFeed link. We should put that okay. below. I, I find it funny when people troll haters too. For some, I even traveled. Adele in London was phenomenal. And the most recent one was Pink in 2019 at Wembley. Again, Wembley. So popular. All I can say is she slayed it. Pink puts on a great show. Um, yeah, it, music I think is secondary to actually what's going on at her show. Well, you know she does I mean? a lot of like acrobatic things. Yeah. Um, it was funny because I told you guys that I saw her at yoga and it was like a couple of months later she was on tour mm -hmm. and they had said she'd like been training and inflexible because she was doing all this crazy come down from the ceiling stuff and i was like i wonder if that's why she was doing hot yoga who knows let us know pink please write in okay i also love some smaller venues i love a small venue that's like when i went to when i was saying i saw tegan and sarah with rocio at the mad the music box okay so good yeah the last uh, big band I saw in a small theater or a small location was the Tragically Hip. Mm -hmm. I saw them uh, in LA at the House of Blues, mm -hmm. which is a small venue. It uh, is relatively it's small relatively for a small. band that can pack in. Well, it's not the Greek, and it's not like exactly. the Staples Center. And uh, that was amazing to see a big a big act to me mm -hmm. uh, in such a small place. And um, the lead singer is on stage, and he says, "Where's everyone from?" And everyone says something. Yeah, says something. And then there was this. For whatever reason, awkward pause, you know, and mm -hmm. and this one guy yells out, Moose Jaw! <laughs> and everyone in the audience just looks, like, turns their head and looks at this guy, you know. And there weren't even person. that many people at the show. There was, I think, maybe 120 people. It wow. just, you know, it was a weird night. And mm -hmm. there's so much entertainment in LA that sometimes larger yeah. acts come through and they just don't get the love. But, it depends um, on how well they've promoted it yeah. and for how long they promoted it. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like Vegas. We have in New York, there's right. just so much to do. Which is why we love it, but sometimes that can mean. But that's great because then if you end up at one of those concerts, I you're know. like, "Fuck yeah!" Okay. Okay. So she loves smaller venues. Um, when Die Happy is a Czech band. Um, oh, a Czech band was in Bratislava. 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 I went alone as no one wanted to join me. I've done that before. Surprisingly, I enjoyed it more than if I were with someone. Right? Because then you don't have to think or worry about like them not enjoying it or are we close enough you know because when you're with someone you're like are you having a good time you got to pee do you want to eat like you just get to do what you want to do there's some freedom in like doing things by yourself i remember that's why i wear a diaper to the game or to the uh the concert that sounds disgusting 
<laughs> so sue me. No, I'm just kidding. Christina tried to wear a diaper in her show. Oh, really? Recently. And I don't know if she peed in it. I didn't watch the whole thing because I was got distracted. I had to do work. Um, but yeah. And she was like, I can't do it. I can't be in it. Ugh. It's a gross thought. Yeah. I don't think I could do it either. Okay. Um, where am I at? I lost my place. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, I enjoyed it more. Have you ever attended a concert alone? What was it like for you? I haven't... Um, I have gone to like Hotel Cafe by myself, which mm-hmm. is because a concert, but it's like a very, very small venue. And I just ate food, got a drink, and then went home. It was mm-hmm. just like something I wanted to do. I did that for a while. I went through this phase where I wanted to do everything by myself. Like I'd go, it was when I lived on Fifth, went right before I met you. I'd like walk down to the Lobster, which is like on, if you if you don't know Santa Monica, it's like right the entrance to the Santa Monica Pier right on Ocean. And it has windows all around it and you can just watch the sunset. And if you get there... At the time, I think I got there at like 4, 3.30. And you get like a glass of wine or a cocktail. And I think I got some chowder and just sat and it fills in, right? You start, you get there when it's not busy. You can sit wherever you want. Slowly filled in. And then I got to watch Sunset. And I went to see another year. I went to the movies by myself a bunch of times. One of them was that Sea Biscuit or whatever movie. Do you remember that? It had to be like 2000. Yeah. And... It had nothing to do with the sea and it had nothing to do with biscuits. No, it, was it was a horse. A horse jockey. Yeah. Was it, no, the sea biscuits, the horse, the horse, not the jockey. Yes, but it was the story of. No one knows who the jockey is. The yeah. horse is the star, right? The jockey is like, whatever. I mean, You're just along whole, for the ride. The whole thing is. I, I mean, really, is, he, is the horse being helped by the jockey in these cases? I, I don't even know. I don't know. Wouldn't you think of it more like a. The horse knows where to go. A person working needs... out in a trainer. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah. But I don't even remember I'll that tell you film this. enough. If I was a horse mm-hmm. and some jerk was hitting me with a stick, I would throw him off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that at all. I went to see horse racing a couple of times. I just don't get it. People who are into it. I mean, from what I understand, I the horses are abused. The horses. They're on drugs. They're well. I mean, they're not supposed they to be. smoke cigarettes. I feel bad for them. Yeah. I feel like horses are supposed to be able to run, run free, yeah. run away if you want. You know. No, I mean, yes, but no. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Have you been to a concert alone? No. Yeah, I would have gone too, though. I would have gone. Yeah. If somebody. It didn't, wouldn't show up for me or didn't want to go. Um, some of the concerts on her wish list are the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift, which we just heard from Christina. Yeah. She's gone. Miley Cyrus. That would be awesome. Dua Lipa. I don't know much about Dua Lipa. I know the name, but I fell out of, uh, I just can't keep up with music these days or, yeah. or pop music. I, I find other bands. Didn't but. Dua Lipa perform at that YouTube event we yes. were at? Oh, okay. I was like, why do I know Dua that? Dua Lipa and Bad Bunny, I think oh, was the I other person. I, I don't know. It, yeah. Um, it didn't land with me though. What are your wish list concerts? The Stones for sure. I had a chance to go see them. Well, not really a chance, but I should have gone to see them uh, in 87 for the Steel, was it 87 or 1990? Steel Wheels, that tour. Hmm. When they had the big giant stage and uh, they came to Montreal when my buddies was getting tickets. He's like, do you want one? Um, but I didn't have the money. You know, you're in high school. Yeah. Uh, so certainly that would be uh, a show that I'd like to attend. Yeah. But from the side, you know, like I'd like the the backstage experience, not not the. Uh, yeah, I know. There's so many people that I'd like to see. But my like wish list yeah. is George Strait, which oh. I was supposed to see. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the Chili Peppers. Uh, I've never seen them. I had a chance to see them. Joe's mom had bought he oh, and, yeah, and all his friends' tickets. Oh, yeah, you didn't go to those either. I had to work. Um, so I missed it on that concert. That was a real bummer. Yeah. I actually don't go to see that many shows. And 
PJ and Peter have seen everything. They go see shows all the time. Some people, like Rocio's like that too. Mm-hmm. Sade is another one I'd love to see on my Oh yeah, list. but good luck getting those tickets. I know. Um, Never happened. But the thing that's I'd like kind of, to see Jay-Z. Jay-Z, be, I could do that too. Yeah. Um, but, the, I mean, I, I go to a lot of them. I just do not enjoy concerts in huge stadiums. Yeah. And even though George Strait was going to be in a huge stadium, I was like, I don't know if this is the last time he's going to tour. Right. I'm going to do it. And Lene and I got good tickets. Like, I was super stoked. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's that big stadium thing. I, I kind of think that going forward, I mean, who knows, right? COVID, things are crazy. But those smaller venues like the Music Box or the El Rey, or they're just nice and small and I like them. George, straight to Zoom. Catch me outside. How about that? Your headphones got wet. From all it's, the hand washing. I was washing my hands because mm-hmm. I went outside. I didn't want to get the germs on me. Don't want to get those germs. germs. Inside. Thank you, movie magic. Sean's laundry is officially done. But here comes the tricky part. The folding. <laughs> Why isn't there a machine to do this? I can't wait for the machines Remember to take over. Remember we talked over. about that and somebody said there was something. Yeah. I forget. Okay, okay. So let's finish up. This is the last of Jane's letter. Okay. It says, when it comes to celebrity encounters, I don't have much to share. I only met Slovak, so local celebrities. That's awesome. Celebrity celebrities. is celebrity. Yeah. I think that's the cool thing about even like VidCon is sometimes kids will be like, or adults even, ah, and I'll look and I'm like, who is that? Like, I don't know, but yeah. it's exciting for you and that makes it exciting. I must say I was probably lucky, but all those I met were very kind and never let me feel or know I was annoying for asking for a picture or autograph. It doesn't hurt us to be kind to people. Yeah. And yes, I'm the kind of person who doesn't hesitate when I see someone famous. I just go and ask. All I'm telling myself is, what's the worst that can happen, right? right. It's true. What's the worst? You end up with no photo or autograph and you kind of learn that they're a jerk. Well, that's that's the truth. We have a saying here that he who doesn't ask doesn't have. Ah, it's a good saying. It's like my mom... My mom says this all the time in all sorts of ways. Like when we're waiting at a stop sign and the other person could go first. It's like, who's first? We don't know. And then they don't go. And she's like, he who hesitates is lost. And she just takes off. And so I apply that to my life all the time. Cool. I'm maybe, like, you got to do it. If you don't hesitate, you're lost. Maybe you're Slovak. Maybe. But I like that. He who doesn't ask doesn't have. Better. It's better. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the weekend sending virtual hugs. Virtual hugs back to you. Great hearing from Thank you. Thank you, Yana. Yeah. Jane. Jane. Okay. Are we... So we had two letters from Jane this week, though. Well, because we were oh, behind. We are... You know what? We're playing That's okay. Up. I'm cool with it. Jane, you're an excellent writer. We appreciate your writing. Staff in. writer number three? That's four? it. Uh... Well, Grandma's number four. So we're you're one, I'm two. Then we're going to have to get Christoph like is three. Hockey jerseys Grandma's with numbers four. on the back and our names. We should. Montreal Canadiens jerseys. Maybe we'll get the Canadians to sponsor. I don't know. In my fantasy, the Montreal hey. Canadians sponsor our team, mm. and we all have our numbers of employees. From, and then we go see a Guns N' Roses concert afterwards. Who's in for this? I mean, sounds like a lot, but sure. Or Taylor Swift. You got to play for your audience, Sean. You got to. You got to work for it. Maybe George Strait. Yeah. Let's Maybe all it. three. <gasps> I would love to t- see Taylor Swift live too, though. I think they put that. Oh on heck list. yeah! What a musician. Yeah, and after and, watching Americana, her uh, doc- documentary thing, I'm like, I like her. Hmm. she could be a jerk in person but i whatever the i music. always think they have other things going on when they're a jerk in person because she doesn't seem like a bad person like whenever i see ellen talking about things and stuff sometimes i'm like is she mean like some people come across as mean and you don't know if it's the perception you know what i mean and taylor swift has never looked like she's mean no i think she's probably been through the ringer and so she's yeah. probably a lot uh, more callous. jaded mm-hmm. uh, more 
she probably stands very still uh, and observes things instead mm-hmm. of uh, actually interacting just because she's been through the ringer. I, I yeah. would assume. I'm just well, guessing. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll Taylor, be... you're watching. Why don't you just write us? <laughs> but she has been very kind. Uh, for We have lots of community members who have met her okay. and loved her. She's so nice. That's cool. And like she even DM'd them later and was like, so nice to like went the full mile. Oh, that's cool. So I give those people all the credit in the world. But I do think, unfortunately, and I even hate that this happens, and I do my best to like not let it happen, but as someone who in my own way being online has been through the ringer, I'm more calloused. Yeah. You know? And like people trying to take advantage and being taken advantage of over the years, you're like, you're suspicious of things. Right, right. Which I kind of hate that I've lost that like child wonder of like, yeah, sure, I'll do the thing. Or, you know, I just can't do that as much anymore because people have taken advantage of us a lot over the years. And it's a yeah. long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Exactly. You know, getting okay. robbed, getting beat, getting taken for a lot. You know, it's just. Are these lyrics? Yeah, some, somewhat. It's Loosely. Mm-hmm. opening song for ACT. Anyways. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're moving into. <laughs> certain things that the thi- uh, I'm just not on it this week guys I don't know what's happening uh, I think it's been a tough week for some reason I've been, been grouchy yeah me too and and I was doing laundry and I just had an encounter with the the person who I'm oh. competing with for laundry space does anybody so. hate that this is what grinds my gears this week aha it grinds my gears shared laundry I like we talked about I can't wait till we have our own laundry machines like if we could somehow hook them up in here I'd use the space and fucking put them in here do you know what I mean because shared laundry not only do you have to like set a timer and know exactly when your laundry is going to be done because some somebody will come in and like move your stuff and the idea of somebody touching my laundry just bothers me yeah it's that like kid my, had his hands all over my laundry and but he's i've encountered this guy before too he's a, he's a teenager and sometimes you people catch you when you're not your best self and I had gone out and he was in the process of pulling because I set an alarm, a timer exactly to when I know it's going to end. And I knew it ended and I had to go get my basket. And by the time I walked out, he was opening the lid and pulling my stuff out. And I was like, hold on, hold on. And he just kept pulling it out and putting it on the top of the dryer. And I, and I was, because I had a lot of laundry to do. Do you ever, and you're like only one load in. He's and like, I, I'm just looking for the panties. Hold on. I'll be done in a cre- second. That's what creeps me out. Exactly. And so you don't then touch I lost my shit. I was someone like someone else's uh, chonies, you know? I know. <laughs> you, oh. like, you, you leave their laundry in the machine respectfully. I give people an extra 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So if I see it's it's like, oh, it's got a couple minutes left, I'll be like, I'll set a timer for myself to go back out and check. Usually, if I can help it, I don't touch other people's stuff. Yeah, I don't. But anyway, he caught me in a bad, because I was like, wait, 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 wait. And he just kept pulling my stuff out. And then I unlocked the door and I was like, would you wait as the minute ticked down and it went off to dig into my stuff? I was like, don't touch my stuff. <laughs> and he was like, because he's like a kid and I'm like a grown ass woman. Like, No, he's a college kid now, I think. I think Because so. we've been here for almost a decade. Yeah. So. Anyway, he's a kid to me. Yeah. Anyways. And then he was like, I'm sorry. And he just backed out of the laundry room. And I, I, like, I was upset in the moment. And then I was like, wow, Katie, you just like, get, get. You just I just scared. had a run in with him. And I was like, did you just was my laundry done because he had taken it out of the machine mm-hmm. twice he had taken the stuff out of the wash and then now he just went out and he took it out of the dryer i'm like buddy i set an alarm yeah i know when my thing's gonna go off had it gone off yeah no it hadn't gone off come on man yeah, you'd so taken fast. my stuff out anyway we that's man what, to man clearly it grinds our gears <laughs> do you guys have shared laundry does it grind your gears uh Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's enough. We, you don't need to hear about it. We our, got to air our grievances. Dirty laundry. 
dirt. We aired our dirty laundry. <laughs> oh, there's a title for this oh, week. We aired, aired our, our dirty, dirty laundry. laundry. We did. Okay. It says, this letter starts with, when you mentioned missing going out to eat, I instantly thought of one of my favorite restaurants called Mimi's Vietnamese Restaurant. I'm Ooh, already excited. I love Vietnamese food. What they was, are, it's one of the best cuisines. Like, what was the place in Australia, in Melbourne, called something the sisters? The Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Was the just three the sisters. Little Sister, Three Sisters? And then they had the second restaurant, which is the one we were going to, which was the... Was it called Little Sister? Maybe yeah. it was called that. Three Sisters. I don't Three know. Three Sisters. You guys let us Melbourne. know. Are you in Melbourne? Let us know. Listen to us saying the words properly. We're trying. Like we le- learned that Edinburgh, right? It's uh at the end. Is that what you said? No, it's like Iceberg. Edinburgh. No, that's not correct. Um, Edinburgh. Burra. Burra. Oh my God, we're ruining everything. No, but Vietnamese. Like burrata cheese. I think that was a, a Vietnamese restaurant. Wasn't yes, it? it was. It was it delicious. Was so good. We actually Vietnamese went back. Food. Did we go back twice? We do that sometimes. We did. We went twice. Like, well, we make friends with people wherever we go. We love to Here, talk to people. We had lunch and mm-hmm. then they were closing down so they'd get ready for dinner yes. service. And the wine people came right. in. Right. And he was like, hey, you just want to hang out? And we we're like, yeah, He's sure. Like, you want to taste some wine? And we were like, yeah. I'm going to make a confession though. And uh, this will probably get us kicked off the internet. <gasps> we are probably going to be hated by at least 50% of our audience. What? You guys? Oh, don't tell them. What? I know what you're going to say. I? Katie did not. Actually, I don't think people care because they're almost like rodents there in a way. They're everywhere. It's like I, deer. I ate a kangaroo. We had kangaroo uh, tartar. tartar. It was delicious. It kind of reminded... It was a little sad because the kangaroo hopped out Sean, from the kitchen, gave us... please stop. A kangaroo that good. You don't eat all at once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This you would have to deal with. <laughs> Tempted to make you cut that out. It's so terrible. What? It's just you don't bad. Like my joke. No, it's horrible. <laughs> no, but um, but kangaroo in Australia. The thing that I've learned from my friends who are from Australia, and if you if you disagree, let us know. But they were like, oh, they're everywhere, and they like they're dangerous, and like my friend Joanna was like, do not try to go up to them. Like they'll kill you. Like they're super dangerous. She's like, and they're everywhere. And we didn't see them. There's been a ton. Crate. I'm I'm obsessed ever since we went and saw them because I, I really thought they're really beautiful animals in the wild. And I know maybe some people view them as vermin. Uh, I don't. I, no, I no, like I all animals. I think of them like deer here, yeah. where deer are everywhere. You guys, if you but go you out, wouldn't walk up to one and pet it on the nose. No, you know? but I think kangaroo look friendlier than a deer. Yeah, deer looks like a wild animal, but they fight each other yes and like kick the shit out of each yeah, other yeah they use their tail as like their a, tails they their third leg mm-hmm. and then they yeah yeah and those tripods. tails their tails are thick thick that's a oh. thick tripod he's got she thick boy <laughs> um no but anyway we at the vietnamese place they recommended the kangaroo tartare we're like well we're in australia yeah huh? i thought it was commonplace i thought everyone served it and then i told the person at the hotel that we had i was like we had a great meal and uh he was like you had kangaroo Oh, really? Yeah, he was not. Well, people don't eat venison a lot here either. That's Deer true. is not like commonplace. Mm-hmm. You know, I just grew up with it because we were like, that's how we fed ourselves. It was it was pretty tasty. My dad went hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I know okay. Sadie Girl, a longtime member of our community. She's from Louisiana. Actually, let us know, Sadie. How are you doing after? I mean, they had a horrible, horrible time. I think it was, was it two? I don't know if it was two different storms that rolled through. But the flooding and everything was just terrible. She had to evacuate. She's in so. Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe let us know how you're doing. But she, we were talking on a live stream years ago when people were like, you you grew up hunting and da, da, da. And she's like, I grew up like that. If you didn't hunt, you're weird. Like certain areas, it's just different. And to each their own. 
Everybody's different. I don't do it now, obviously. We're in Santa Monica. You are the mighty bug hunter. I do. You, you hunt guys bugs. know. I, I killed a moth once on live. On the live. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to Mimi's. Mm. Mimi's Vietnamese restaurant. It's a small place with the best food. They have the crispiest deep fried spring rolls as well as fresh rolls rolled in rice paper. But the best is their pho. Vietnamese soup con- consisting of broth, rice noodles, herbs, and meat. Usually beef, sometimes chicken. My favorite is rare beef pho. Thinly sliced pieces of beef are placed in the pho at the end just before it's served so they melt in your mouth. Delicious. It's served in a huge bowl. And no matter how much I try to always get it down. Oh, no matter how much I try, I always get it down the front of me. I have a funny story about pho. So I went to Houston to visit my one of my best friends, Lauren, who just opened. I need to share this online, but she just opened a... She's, she teaches singing lessons and voices. She's oh, a, vo- yeah. if a anyone, vocal coach. If anyone's interested, um, I'll just put the link on the screen. Yeah. This woman can sing. Yeah. Anyway, she's a vocal coach and she just opened her own place in Houston. So anyway, we were, I don't know if we were married yet, but we were definitely together. And I went out to visit for a long weekend, remember? Yeah. And anyway, we'd been out at, um, we went out to dinner. Then we went out to like a bar, like a, a dance bar thing. And we dancing and, and hanging out. And then at like, you know, midnight or one in the morning, you're like, oh, time to go. So Lauren, Adam and I go to this pho restaurant and I'm wearing like a hot pink silk shirt. You guys have seen it. I took my photos in it years ago. Silk and pho do not mix. <laughs> I, luckily, we were going home, but I'm not even. I You're mean, a little messy. Were you? <laughs> holy moly! I mean, because noodles they fling, and even if you try to slurp, like so, I was like speckled. It was a total disaster. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't wear that shirt again, which I'd planned on wearing to church because she sings at church had to come up with something else it was was rough so i always thought it was pho (laughs) p-h-o oh and and no well it is pho but i when i used to see it on signs i always thought pho Mm -hmm. and um for some reason vietnamese people love that that we don't know how to say it no but they love making jokes with the name of their restaurant oh yeah because there's the one in orange county that's uh p-h-o and then the dash and the letter q Mm -hmm. and so Q or fa and it's pronounced fa so fuck or fuck you mm-hmm. like it's really named that yeah There's i was like one... wow that the the business license company or company the state gave mm-hmm. them a license and i they I, probably didn't get it but in beverly hills um, they have 90214 fo there you go there's a yeah. <laughs> and i just love it there's fo uh fo sure or whatever oh yeah fo, fo sure yeah mm-hmm. it's very cute clever i think it's funny i enjoy it fun it's a pun it's a play on words. Vietnamese are very punny. <laughs> so punny. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So no matter how much I always get down the front of me. Me too, girl. Me too. It's perfect for lunch or dinner and in any weather. There's that place off of Sawtel. Remember we went to get the pork pho? I don't even know. Yeah, it was pho. I like a runny egg. I like an egg. In the pho. Yeah, in the pho. It's like hard boiled, but like soft in the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My favorite. Okay. I've been going there for over 20 years. Oh, yeah. You're a regular. You regular. know everyone. They know you. Its location is around the corner from my church. So I hope and pray that it's still there when we can go back. I know. <gasps> I really worry about that. As a side note, pho is considered Viet... A Viet blah. As a side note, pho is considered Vietnam's national dish. I could see that. Do you like pho? If so, what's your favorite kind? I, I have actually never had chicken pho. I've only had beef or pork. Mm. 
you? Well, uh, I think I've had everything at the one restaurant that I used to go to when I first discovered mm-hmm. the food. Um, and yeah, it's funny how it was like a, a citrus base, like a lemongrass and that's weird. it was really good pho though. That's different. No, it was like a tangy. Usually it's like a beef broth or pork yeah, this broth was like that a... they like cook for like a day, uh-huh. like making all the goodness. Yeah. That's interesting. I love it though. And they have great food. What was that one place we went to in Orange County that then I got super sick? I didn't want to tell your story, but since you brought it when up. When you said that, I was like, wait a minute. That's the place. That's fuck you. See, I think that's a bad restaurant. Right. So <laughs> I think the name said it all. I, I really. <laughs> like, hey, buddy. Uh, I really got fucked by that restaurant. Yeah. So Sean and I had been dating. Not I, long. No. And you didn't know this happened at the time, but no. I told him many moons later. So we had been dating for like, let's say two or three months. Yeah. And I don't know. I think we were going hiking later or mountain biking or something. So we'd gotten up and had breakfast. Um. I don't know, did some stuff around the house, got all things. Rented your bike. Oh, yes. We had to go rent my bike. And right next door is the, from the bike rental shop is the, this uh, the restaurant. restaurant. So I was like, hey, let's go to my favorite. Yeah, we'll grab lunch, <laughs> then we'll head out. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I'd never eaten at this place, but I'd had, you know, Vietnamese food before. And I forget what I got. Probably something very generic. Just whatever. I think we had uh, pho. Yeah. Like. Uh, I think it was just pork pho. Or yeah. It could have been beef. I don't remember. Anyway. Anti-pho after Anti- this. <laughs> we yeah well i wasn't but i was like i'm never going back to that place but so we ate it it was delicious and then we were gonna go out to go for mountain biking biking. and i was like oh let's grab a coffee or whatever and as we're walking so the way that it was set up was almost like a strip mall kind of situation where the starbucks was like on one end of the parking lot we were parked in the middle and the pho place was like across so we're walking across the parking lot to Starbucks. And I actually don't know if it was me that meant wanted it or you, but we were just going to go and get it. And so we walk over there. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, you know, when your stomach is. Yeah, your stomach is like, that was bad. We can't have this in our system. We must get it out. I was like, oh, God. Luckily, no one was in the bathroom. No one was waiting for the bathroom. And it was like, pho in, pho out. I was fine. We had a coffee. <laughs> a straight shoot. It was horrible. And, you know, you just start dating someone. So I was like, oh, my God. Sean Nichols was dating a girl once. This is for much. And I think you heard this story. Yes, but, it's a good story. Uh, he he said, oh, I, I need to use the restroom. And mm-hmm. he was he was in bad shape. So he, he went to the bathroom. And but it he was gets like, irritated by spicy foods and he'll eat it anyway. Yeah. And it was like dumb and dumber. But yeah. he walked out of the bathroom and the whole it was like a, a group of eight people i think that were in the this small apartment it's a small apartment and the the restroom's like almost under the stairs there. yeah it's like right by the kitchen and the living room like he should have turned on water i don't think that would have helped i don't, I don't think know. it would have helped I and don't know. he goes buddy there's no fan there's no noise you know yeah just device, like gotta do it no radio <laughs> you said he walked and now sean sean's great because he's very stoic yeah he doesn't show any emotion and he walked out of the bathroom he's like I'm going to go home <laughs> after, after, <laughs> after he had he done. done it. But when he walked out, he said everyone in the place was staring at him. Like, oh, God, everyone was aware of his nightmare situation. Everybody just... <laughs> poops people. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, you know, World War Three in, in his pants. <laughs> I was just glad it was Starbucks because Starbucks is noisy with the like. Right. So nobody heard anything. You had no idea. No. It was like legitimately pho in, pho out. I was fine after that. We had our coffee, went for a hike. I was fine, thank God. Because even I think I was like, let's sit and drink for a second. Because I was like, is this, am I going to be okay? And I was fine. Anyway, thank God. Could have been bad. Crisis (laughs) averted. He didn't leave me. It worked out. (laughs) 
Uh, hey, how about this? Why don't you send in your stories of embarrassment? Because then we can all. You oh, know. One of, I thought about doing this on Instagram. One of uh, my friends, Lindsay Chrisley, she had yeah. posted a on her Instagram. It was like, tell me your like most embarrassing stories or deepest, darkest secrets or something. Oh. And it was fun. And she was like, oh my so God, you guys are killing me. Have we evolved it to the deepest, darkest secrets? I mean, it's kind of fun. People were sending it because it's anonymous, right? Oh, yeah. And, unless you share Ted it. Danson. She wouldn't have shared it, right? But she, um, she, people were sharing like pooping their pants, like, you know, feeling sick and not getting to the bathroom in time and stuff like that. Huh. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. Huh. Everybody poops. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, from pho to poop. I'm sorry, Aaron. We love pho. And I've gone back and had it since many times, but Just not, not at fuck you. That place. <laughs> It fucks you up. Don't go. Don't do it. It's like the on the league when they're like, Yoshimoya will destroy you. Oh, yeah. The, the brown it, note. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Next. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we're moving from our conversation about Australia. We're moving over to the Kiwi land. Oh, we're going to New Zealand. We're going to New Zealand. Says, hi, Katie and Sean. Greetings from New Zealand. And also from my dog who is currently resting his chin on my laptop keyboard. I like to think he's trying to add his two cents into this email, but really, he probably just wants me to throw a toy for him. That's fair. I can't wait to get dogs, by the way. Yeah. Ooh, I got pod nose. Got itch. I think I'm going to pull this button off by the amount of whacking I'm doing to it. Oops. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, you asked in the last pod about favorite food places, and I have to say New Zealand is probably the envy of most of the world right now, as it, um, at COVID level alert, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. As at COVID alert level one, we pretty much live life as normal. The only restrictions are at the borders. I'm so aware that we are very lucky to be living this way. So going out for dinner is a great privilege. But when I do go out for dinner, here it gets good. Yes. It's not the dinner I look forward to most, but the dessert. Uh-huh. I love dessert. Go on. You hand me ice cream. I will eat it. Yes. Most people want, you know, greasy food after a couple of drinks. Not me. Ice cream all the way, baby. I added in the baby just for extra zhuzh. All the way, baby. All the way. My favorite place unfortunately closed a couple of years ago. It was in um, it was in Wellington and called Strawberry Fair. It was a restaurant built in an old funeral parlor. We had one in Santa Monica. Is it down? I don't know where it's at. Like 17th? Mm-hmm. 12th? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, no, it's it's 9th. It's by the hospital. Oh, it's by my dermatologist. It is what like street is that? Santa Monica. <laughs> Anyways, Sean, Sean doesn't know the streets McCormick's? even though we've lived here forever. No, it used to be. It's not McCormick's funeral, funeral home. home. It's like stock uh, strailers or stock lawyers. I don't know, but they, it's a beautiful building. It's an English Tudor style. It's and gorgeous. It's it it's really odd looking in Santa Monica. They've got a great parcel of land. Yeah, it's a whole corner lot. Like, And I was worried for the funeral home because they shut. I think it was McCormick's, no? I don't know. Uh, anyways, but I, I was, was like worried they were going to tear it or, down. Yeah. Because, you know, the the funeral home um, uh, had closed their, their doors and, you know, maybe the people who owned it were ultimately their, their own customer. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But so they closed and then I thought, oh, no, they're going to destroy the building. But no, you know what happened, guys? And I think this is awesome. Uh, some brave restaurateur bought it. And turned it into what looks to be a really lovely... A, a really cool restaurant. Yeah, it looks beautiful. They've got a garden outside. But here's the fucking kicker. What's the kicker? Well, they built this restaurant and then now this damn COVID. pandemic happened. And it really... Like, all these people who launched businesses... I can't find the name. Yeah. Woodlawn Cemetery. It's like cemeteries and all sorts of things. No. So I don't remember what it is. That's okay. 
can't find it. Sorry. I'm not, I can't multitask to that effect. It's okay. Um, But yeah, I hope that they survive it because they have so many outdoor patio, like so much space. Beautiful. Right now they probably. It looks like farm to table. Of all the restaurants, they've probably been doing the best because they have all the outdoor space. That's true. Most of our restaurants, unfortunately, had to like try to, I'm sure all of you have seen this like makeshift outdoor places, which costs a lot of money. And then they were closed back down and our government's just fucking just like thumbs up their noses being stupid. Okay. So they're very lucky. All about the dessert. We have a couple of good ice cream places. If you come to Los Angeles when things are better, I highly recommend two places. Sweet Rose. Salt and straw. All the way, baby. So good. Both ice cream, both delicious. And also very interesting flavors. Yeah. There should only be two flavors that every place carries. One is vanilla. Mm-hmm. The other is pistachio. Pistachio ice cream is just something Sean else. Oh, my goodness. I love pistachio. I like, I mean, I like all flavors. Yeah. I'll, I'm always down to try one. When I went with Justin and Amanda, when they came to visit, I don't even know how long ago that was now, two years ago, before mm-hmm. their wedding. Anyway, we went to Salt and Straw over on Abbott Kenny, I mm-hmm. think, and I got lavender vanilla. It was mm. delicious. My grandmother, when I was a kid, so any family members of uh, the St. Louis clan listening, you'll remember this. This is a little shout out for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, grandma used to, like, there's always ice cream around right vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream typically and neapolitan she, no uh, mm. vanilla was her jam. every once in a while there would be a pistachio or something but she used to make fudge mm-hmm. yes but I with that fudge recipe. you can also make caramel there's just like a slight i think it's step salt difference. or something it's or? Uh, lemon lemon yeah it was like so, it's some chemical reaction because yeah yeah and she would make this and when she made fudge there was always a tray sitting above the fridge and, oh god it's so good but i don't need it because you know I but could make it for you. She would put walnuts in it. My mm. no, 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 no. You just don't understand. I don't like it's walnuts. So good. Sean likes walnuts. And she used to have. So we'd have ice cream. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have grandma's caramel sauce, and then some which walnuts. was nuts. She had this grinder that you would turn upside down. It was like he some. He still talks about this all the time. And you would grind the walnuts over the ice cream, and you'd have like a giant bowl of ice cream. So much so that you know you'd get to the the end of it, and there'd be the soup. You know, because oh, yeah. you didn't eat it fast enough. The that ice cream was my mouth. favorite. The, TJ the, and I would the ice cream soup. Yeah, and sometimes I'd put Quaker Harvest Crunch on it too. That was so good. But anyways, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm hungry. <laughs> clearly, clearly, we need to order some dinner. Oh. Um, no, but it's funny. Anytime we have, because my mom has vanilla ice cream sometimes too. Yeah. My childhood, I remember my aunt Teresa. If yeah. my cousin Amanda's listening to this, I don't know if she is or not, but if she is, or even my mom. She'll remember in the summertime, if you were lucky, Teresa would bust out her ice cream maker and she would make homemade vanilla ice cream, which once you've had homemade, it's like you can't go back. Like it's so much better. So I get that was mine. But every time we have vanilla ice cream, we go anywhere. Sean's like, it'd be better if it had walnuts. Yes. And I'm always like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Some people, you know what I'm saying? You know, to each their own. Yeah. We'll have to get those. We'll we'll make it work for you. We make it happen. I could make the fudge, you know? Yeah. Okay. So all about it. And I'm her- not fudge worthy right now. If I go to the gym or I start working out, then I'll be fudge worthy. But right now I have to watch what I eat because <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Um, so anyway, it was in a funeral parlor. It, and it's called Strawberry Fair. It was renowned for its desserts, though was a full, it was a full menu place. So they had, they were known for their desserts, but they do other things too. Yeah. With four pages for those sweet, sweet treats in the menu compared to the one to two for the rest. A lot of the places in LA, I think because LA people are just no fun. We, there's like three options for desserts. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And sometimes you'd be like, uh, when I go somewhere, sometimes I'll say like, do you guys have ice cream? Guys got like a scoop. Remember I'd asked that at the pub the other, like when we went out yep. a year ago, two years ago. And they were like, yeah, I think we can do that. But I'll have to ask. It's like not on the menu. Right. It's crazy. Imagine towers of chocolate mousse cake, steaming sticky toffee puddings in the UK sense, not the US. Creamy cheesecakes, crisp cloud-like pavlova, Ooh. perfect creme brulee, dense gooey brownie now you're speaking my language and many many more it was amazing and one of my go-to places when asked where do you want to go for dinner on your birthday that's a good question we had had reservations for your birthday before lockdown because we locked down the day before sean's birthday and then we had no reservations Reservations. (laughs) that was good you're so funny okay the best thing was the servings were so large, often if you had dinner too, that there were leftovers to take home for breakfast. I love leftovers. The worst thing was choosing what to have. Yeah. Yeah. We made split pea soup in our slow cooker and we ate through it like boom. Yeah, it was good. Like That's two a good days. recipe. Done. We'll have to do it again. You know, there, there's something about uh, people in the UK love sweets and cakes and candy. Remember when we went to Scotland, that oh, funny kid, Charlie? He was so fun. Kitty. What kind well, of candy do you have? What kind of candy do you have in America, Kitty? He, they wanted to know so much about candy, oh, cookies, is it cakes. Sweet candy? And then they just got in a KFC and they were so excited. They're like, do you eat at KFC? And I was like, I don't even know if we have one here. But I think we do almost like on the way out of Santa Monica we towards do. We Westwood. We have a KFC up there. But he yeah. was enamored by the candy and cake talk. But I think people just get enamored. What I've heard, and you guys let me know, those of you who don't live in the States, from from viewers outside have told me that they just get enamored with the U.S. because our marketing campaigns are like crazy. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah, because my sister is aware of everything that mm-hmm. we have here. And I, I think that's odd because I yeah. have no idea what they're selling in Canada at the moment. But she's aware of everything on the American Always. Market. And then she'd be like, hey, Katie, can you get me this? Because I can't find it on our right. thing and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm shipping her stuff. So... It's Add funny. that to your job title, your import export. Uh. <laughs> you need goods. I've got the goods. I pop them in the mail. No. Remember that trend that they were doing on YouTube back in the day, where like a British person tries yeah, tries X candies, or yeah, or snacks vice versa. or treats, or yeah, I think it was just a bunch of uh, people with uh, sweet tooths uh, swapping candy. I mean, maybe it's also just fun. And if you go somewhere, like I would love to go to Japan and try it because they have different flavors for things. Like I just learned our Instacart has Mitsua Market on for delivery, which is like our Asian marketplace in LA. And I'm excited because it sounds weird, you guys, but like shrimp flavored potato chips are delicious. Oh, yeah. Gosh. You can't tell me otherwise. Okay. I won't. Let's <laughs> but, get through. But the that's line. not an American thing, you know, like and they have matcha Kit Kats and stuff. And they right. brought some things over now because we're so much more connected. But I think back in the day, it was so amazing to get to see. You know, I think that's why Northern Scotland, they were like, what kind of candy do you have? Like, we don't right. really know. Tell us more. Yeah. Ugh. And they had that disgusting stuff, urn brew. Oh, don't say it. They're going <laughs> to. If Harriet heard you, my publicist is Scottish. Urn brew is. You. Well, here's the deal. We'll have to ask her about that. I don't, have we talked to her about urn brew? Uh, it's I don't just know. a little too sugary for it's me. It's a super duper drink from Scotland. It's what. It's an orange soda. Invented they, by, uh, you know, um, not the Vikings, but the Scottish version of Vikings. And that's what fueled their warlike behavior. I don't think so. They built a wall, Hadrian's Wall, I think. Is this true? Sean's making <laughs> no, stuff up. I know nothing. <laughs> but the urn brew, because I don't drink pop of any kind, really, or soda, whatever you want to call it, Coca Cola, I don't drink that stuff really in at all um to have it because they really wanted me to try it it was like my teeth instantly had sweaters 
from the sugar. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, oh. it's a tough, it's a tough drink to handle for sure. Any soda. Yeah. It wasn't the urn brew. It was no. just that I don't really drink regular sugary pop ever. Yeah. It's like, uh, but it was like an orange soda. Yeah. It was like so. orange crush, but more crushier and more orange. Yeah. It was like Cheetos mixed in there. It was not Sean's line. Okay. okay. Back into it. Okay. Um, Okay, leftovers for breakfast. The worst thing was choosing what to have. I miss it a lot and have some great memories of the place, including when my aunt booked it for her 40th birthday party. She was living with us at the time. She had terminal cancer and booked limousines to drive us from our uh, home. Mm-hmm. No, I was just... Oh, mm-hmm. um, from our home in Para Para Umu. Am I saying that right? S- said roughly Para Para Umu or just Pram. Oh, okay, Pram, us lazy locals, all the way into Wellington, about an hour. It was such an adventure for me, six years old, and my sister, seven. I still remember it 22 years later. As a kid, everything's so much more magical. Like, limousines were so fancy. I remember, especially I lived in a small town that was, like, mainly, like, farmland, and, like, I think we had, like, a coal mine, you know, like, not limousine not a lot of coal miners taking a limousine <laughs> to uh, work are they no but kids would take them to prom and i was like oh, yeah. wow i never did that but at the time by the time i was that old i was like i don't really want a limousine yeah also they're expensive that's one of the great things about food like smells do it can carry with it the most amazing memories i agree well maybe this split pea soup you were like smells Ooh. like my grandma's house yeah she was the best cook ever she was. She was so funny. I remember um, when we went out to the country home yes. where she was staying at the time, I yeah. think, with Lenny. I was in the kitchen. And I didn't know these people, right? You know, in, in my family, if you, you know, you always want to ask to help out in the kitchen. True. You, you offer to do dishes. You offer to put things away. Can I help anything? And I was standing there and it was funny because nobody else was doing anything. It was just her. She was doing all, she had a peach cobbler that was cooking. And I said, oh, do you want me to help her? Can I pull it out or, you know, and she was like, you're just in my way. You just got to get out of the kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, rightfully so. because she was about to make Bailey's Irish cream. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was. You're right. She does it from, or she did it from scratch. But anyway, she was doing so many things. But there are people who like help and people who don't. And yeah. she was like, just let me do it myself. Very possessive of the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'll, okay. I was like, I'll go grab a beer and sit down. She's like, sounds good. You know, okay, bye-bye. Um, but it was just funny. It was like. And yeah, that was a really good cobbler. Yeah. Okay. He says, um, perhaps that's part of why I love Strawberry Fair so much. It reminds me of my aunt. Yeah, I'm sure. So sad that you lost her. Um, I also wanted to note, after listening to the pod this week and hearing your views on burgers, Sean, you might like an event that happens in Wellington. Go it's on. called Burger on a Plate and is part of the yearly Wellington... I don't need to know anymore. I'm sold. ...on a plate food festival where for a few weeks in August, Wellington food is celebrated, including burgers. Restaurants all across Wellington create a burger just for it, from extravagant meat and high dining to basic cheeseburgers, uh, perfectly done, vegan, vegetarian, dessert burgers. Mm. They also do a matching beer or cocktail. It's great. It sounds great. Yeah, I'm in. I love stuff like that. As soon as that. they lift this COVID uh, order, right? stay at home, whatever, I'm, I'm heading yeah. to well, the Wellington I, Fair. I wanted to, um, when we can afford it, hopefully sometime soon, I wanted to do the Scotland uh, Scotch tour. Oh, the whiskey trail. Yeah, where they have all the food and stuff for you and they like pair it. And I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super expensive. Okay. Uh, where am I at? Okay. Uh, restaurants. I'll, oh, create a burger. Blah, blah, blah. One of my friends had his family down for four days over a weekend, and he had about six different burgers in that time. I love it. 
It's pretty. It's a pretty awesome event, and you should definitely put it and New Zealand on your list of places to visit. We also have some pretty awesome skiing with 20-plus ski fields. And with New Zealand being so small. You call them fields? Oh, wow. I guess so. Huh. Everybody has different phrases. Yeah, no, I've never heard that one, though. So that... One of my favorite changes of like where you're, we differ in how, what you call something yep. is how Brits call swimsuits swimming costumes. <laughs> it's a swimming costume? I don't know if they still do, but when I used to nanny those girls from London, they called it a swimming costume. That's funny. And I just felt like... I'm putting on a costume for an event. It was just such a funny phrase. Yeah. So anyways, ski fields. And with New Zealand being so small, it's a quick flight, not or not too long a drive to get to any of them. Perfect. I really hope you get to visit one day, us too. If only we Kiwi fans have the chance to meet you in person. I've been watching Katie's videos for years and they've helped me understand and be kinder to both myself and others more than I could possibly express. I'm so glad. Yay! Says I've been loving the pod for the last year too. It never fails to bring a smile to my face and it's been great to see Sean more too. I know they never got to see you before. Yeah. He was secret. Secret, secret. Well, I've got, I've a, got a secret. A face for radio, so. No. <laughs> this is a happy medium. Sean only knows how to put himself down. And when you try to give him a compliment, he immediately puts himself down. But he does a good job. And it was fun. I think it's fun for people to get to know you. Wait, to do a good job of putting myself down? No, you do a good job of potting. Oh. You're good at the pod. The podcast. I normally save listening until Mondays. Today being an exception because I had some errands to run and wanted to listen. Mm. So I have something to listen to on my hour-long commute to work. Oh, yeah. Ah. The new staff writers are amazing too. Congrats to our staff writers. You should have seen me trying not to madly cackle on the train when you were reading Canadian Nights. I know, Graham did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work and sending all my love to everyone out there in the Kinning community. I've sort of been a silent member these past years, but I'm rooting for you all, especially in this tough time. From Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Freddie and Robin. That was very nice to hear. Yeah, that's really cute. And New Zealand has been on our list. Actually, even when we went to Melbourne, we wanted to go to New Zealand, but... Yeah, some people did. Some people jumped from Australia. Yeah, Travis did, him and his wife. Uh, I would love to. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid that I wouldn't come back. I know. That's the thing is when part of me wonders, because I've talked to Sean about this, and I think we talked about this a few pods ago, was how much, like, I'm like, how much would it cost if we, I mean, now that we're in an apartment, I guess, and we don't own a home, we could put our stuff in storage and just like, right. but COVID. Um, But I was like, thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. But I'd said, I would asked him, I was like, well, how much do you think it would cost for us just to like, bugger off for like two months stay somewhere yeah you know because australia is huge new zealand tasmania there's so many places to see i thought new zealand was the huge one and australia was small you lie <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah he lies <laughs> they're so far away they're so far away but but they're just so wonderful we had yeah. such a good time it was beautiful i just cannot after the two weeks i was like i don't want to go back yeah um yeah. i felt that way about paris too i just i, also, I love to catch travel a hobbit um, and you make him take you to his uh, pot of gold that's at not, the other end of the rainbow. That's wrong. Yeah. No, that's what happens in New Zealand. It's yeah. like a like a leprechaun, but in New Zealand. No. And they got a pot of gold. Wrong. Bilbo Baggins. Beers. And, uh, bears. Beats. Yeah, Battle Hobbiton. Circle Act. You're just making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. That's <laughs> where he put all the gold. Oh, yeah. no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'd love to go back. And I, th- I think that I miss a lot of things, but traveling is really... I don't know. We're, we're so fortunate to get to travel. For we're work. traveling with our audience. They write it's in. True. They tell us about the different parts of the world. And we got Jeremy. Travel, travel, travel. That's Jeremy. right. He's going things He's going to make things happen. We're going to be purchasing coffee for Graham's uh, shop. So we're going to be yep. uh, traveling the world looking for coffee. I don't even know if we'll have time to do the podcast. Really. Maybe. We'll have to do it on the go. Yeah. Record on the go. 
<laughs> do we have time for another? Yeah, we got time. Um, but we do have quite, as you can see. Yeah, guys, we got we got quite a, a few but, letters that we're going to work through. So um, maybe we don't have any new. No new letters come in this week. Well, you can send if you have one already, and you're like, "What? I want to send something in." Oh yeah, that's fine. Feel free to send it but in. But there's no prompt this week. No prompt, and because we we'll, got to catch up. Yeah, we're gonna make our way through. Send them in, but we may have a little backlog, which is great. That just means that you guys are awesome. Thank you for thank you to all of you who are our staff writers for making this pod happen. Yep, we love and your, staff listeners. If if we made a lot of money, I just send the money out to you as listeners. Well, it'd be cool to send like merch oh speaking of which oh. we will have new merch stuff coming out on the regular katie morton channel because our friend yelena was so kind to make us some some drawings but she actually yelena draw. is serbian or croatian mm -hmm. serbian serbian mm -hmm. okay sorry anyway super talented i love the stuff she created she's like super. seven feet tall is everyone from serbia that tall she is not she's like <laughs> five five she's like that, that's why i don't believe she's from serbia because they're all like they're like you, dutch people i've heard her speak she's serbian yeah also her all five feet of her she's a she's a wee lass yelena we love you don't listen to him <laughs> this is why you deal with me and not sean no but she created beauty the puffer fish so i think we're gonna redo for the pillows that come out we have a different puffer fish because we had had our other friend make a puffer fish for us but then yelena i was like just try your hand at it da, da, da. oh my god i love it so much yeah it has to be the one yeah you know sometimes you go through a few iterations but it, I think it's cool if I was a fan, it'd be cool to have like the early ones. So tell me again. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't really explain it very well. Yeah. She created illustrations that will go on like pocket tees and sweatshirts and okay. stuff. So we will be doing some more screen printing with really hopefully designs that you guys like. I think they're super cool mm -hmm. and I'm excited. And we've never actually done anything like this where we like paid someone to create work for us. But she... Uh, hasn't had any work because she was a waitress at our local pub and she's been unemployed and she was drawing as a way to like cope with COVID and she posted some on Instagram. I was like, your stuff is beautiful. Like, I want to buy that from you. And she's like, oh, I don't sell it. And I was like, well, would you want to create stuff for me and I can buy those? And she was like, yes. So yeah. I'm excited. And thanks, Elena. And she's also figuring out how to make GIFs or GIFs or whatever you want to call those things. Yep. Super cool. So stay tuned. Exciting things to come. Okay. Ready? Yep. This one is from your neck of the woods. Hi, Katie and Sean. Or hi, Sean and Katie. Sorry, you're first. It wasn't me. I was listening to one of your podcasts from a short while ago, and you were discussing TV antennas. <laughs> yes, we Such were. Such compelling subject matter as, <laughs> uh, is that a Yagi antenna? What sort of antenna is that? Oh, beautiful. N Nick screaming from the, out the outside in the, in the woodshed. Isn't it coming in? Can you see Simpsons yet? <laughs> no, Nick, turn it again. <laughs> It's coming in a little farther. While well, your hands freeze in those gloves. Okay. Here's a story you would enjoy because you two are hockey fans. Yeah. My grandfather was in the Canadian Coast Guard. And while patrolling the Arctic, the crew wanted to watch a hockey game. Leafs versus Canadians. Okay. Okay. You he got and me. His, he and his crew managed to rig up an antenna with a clothes hanger out of a porthole window and managed to get the French feed from Quebec on TV. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Canadian Navy, hard at work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mad respect. Yeah, no, I love it. That's it's some just... like ingenuity or ingenuity? Ingenuity. Ingenuity? Oh. I can say ingenuity. Yeah, it's, it's a different word. <laughs> <laughs> the crew, not being able to speak French, rigged up another antenna to bring in the signal to an English feed on the radio. 
<laughs> they muted the TV. See, guys, why can't Canada work together like this all the time? The English and French just need to get along. Right? Send them to the Arctic. Stop the separatists. We'll all get along because we need to watch the hockey. It's all about the hockey. Focus on the things that bring us together. Okay. So then they muted the TV and it was synced with the English radio feed. Oh, what Leafs and Canadians fans will do for their games. <laughs> All the best, Greg from Nova Scotia. Hey, that's awesome, Greg. I a Nova Scotian. Yeah. Uh, Scotian. Scotian? He's a Scotian, eh? Oh, eh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, wow. That's... <laughs> I would love to see a picture of that. You know, these guys mm -hmm. hanging out the porthole window, rigging their antenna to watch the hockey game. And with a coat hanger. There's so much you can try to do with a coat hanger. Do you know what I mean? It's a piece of metal that you can... Uh, you can bend. It's yep. malleable. Yeah, you can make a dream catcher or something. Totally. Or yeah. something. A pop filter for a microphone. Yeah. I saw on Etsy because... You could cook uh, like, hot dogs with it. <laughs> you, know, like, salsa or, you can cook a hot dog with it, yeah. yeah. Although, you don't, it'll get hot down, so you need to have like a sock on the end or something or an insulated something. On the hot dog? On like the, the red hot chili peppers. Yes. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, but to protect your hand from getting hot and burned uh, as the metal heats up. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thanks for writing in. I appreciate it. That's a great story. I'm going to probably remember that forever. For some weird reason, things like that get locked in my... Once I hear something and if I draw a picture in my head mm -hmm. of it, and that definitely... Uh, it totally drew a picture. Yeah. Okay, we have a short... Oh, this is cool. Okay. OTDM comic book cover. What? Mark says, Sean and Katie, my contribution to... Canadian Knights fan art is attached. It's a cover to an imaginary comic book. I love this idea already, Mark. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope 2021 has greeted you well. Much love and compassion, Mark. Uh, thanks, Mark. That's pretty cool of you. Um, yeah. I've got it on the screen here. So uh, I, Can you show I it to actually, me? yes, I looked at it when it came through. I was like, comic book cover? What, that what is we, awesome. What's going on here? And so I, because usually I don't read the emails, right? Like that's. Well, we try not to so that we can react in real time. Mark. I was blown away. I shared this with so many people. I was so excited about it. Wait, you need to send these things to me so I can share them on my Instagram. Well, oh, yes, you did share this. Show this to me. Okay. So I love it so much. First of all, the puffer fish is there. I love it. Yep. So it's a true comic book cover. This is this is professional. Mm -hmm. This is professional and grade. And it says approved by the Comics Code Authority. Fan. It's 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 this real. Is real. This is real. Yeah. Canadian Knights adapted from the best-selling novel Wonderful. also in this issue and this is where it gets even better <laughs> it has me with a um, magnifying, magnifying glass. glass up to my eye and it says a Katie Morton mystery the case <laughs> of the missing penguin Mark that's awesome I'm, I'm just he's so, so talented he drew because we were talking about me uh having long flowing hair like Fabio Sean has amazing Fabio hair I think this is just wonderful and then and I obviously you're in a flannel yeah oh yeah I'm in a flannel Canadian for sure Knights. for sure <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna talk to Mark and maybe we can get him to uh to license this to me and I'm gonna put it on a t-shirt oh <gasps> yeah Mark will pay you for your art yeah because um, you worked hard at it and we would like to use it yeah I'd love to put this on a t-shirt <laughs> That's it's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy wearing a t-shirt of myself. You but, know, but that's the thing that's fun about merch and what I've, because a lot of you guys know throughout the years, I've never been really good at merch. I didn't know what to put on it and whatever. But I think the thing that I'm learning now, it only took me nine years. So I'm a quick learner, not, is I want, I've always wanted to be stuff that I want to wear. Yeah. And so I wanted to have some kind of meaning and something fun behind it. And I think right. that is what makes merch fun for, uh, in general, that is fucking awesome. And if that was either, a, like on a like a big chunk like a big 
or huge on the back or front or yeah. whatever. I want that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think it's a good... Or a poster. I think it's can a great t-shirt. Can we make t-shirt. it into a poster? Yeah, yeah. I can do a full line on uh, on Teespring. Anyways, I'll, I'll talk to you, Mark. I'll, I'll shoot you an email <laughs> and ask for your permission. I'd pay you for it. Uh, yeah. Gladly pay you for it. And um, Yeah. I'll pay you a, a good amount. Yeah, I mean... A reason. We'll, we'll email you. Yeah. That's exciting and fun. Should we call it? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you again for sending your letters and the wonderful artwork. Yeah. And um, we do... We did start a new thing where we're accepting audio messages now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did receive our first one. I'll have it in the next show. And if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail, um, you're more than welcome to. Is that to. what they do? Or how did you get... The, they sent a voice memo through email? Because uh, you save the audio? Yeah, you go to a website, basically. You can do it from your cell phone. Oh, um, yeah, you're not really calling in. You're, you go to a website. Are so, they're wicked smash. Yeah, huh? uh, the link is on the screen right now. You can uh, do that or you can send us an email at OTDM pod at gmail.com yep and i look forward to hearing from and you. we'll be catching up again we're just we're falling behind yeah so many okay. good stories I, I just like that everyone is involved I we're know. a community we're doing this together it's hard to stop too because um, i'm like there's a, i see this one as a fellow habs fan don't but i can't read it wait till next week all right thank you guys so much have a wonderful weekend and we will see you soon actually the next time we do this Oh, no, we have one more, and then we'll be in Washington. Oh, yeah. We're taking the show on the road. We'll be... Literally. Yeah. We're, we're quarantining. Currently. Basically, we're, we're locked down, um, which is fine. We've been but locked down. for uh, the better part of almost a year, and we have to get out for our sanity. So Correct. So we're taking the show on the road. We're going to drive for about uh, 20 hours. <laughs> Up we're, into Washington Because we're not flying anywhere. I don't want to get on a plane with no. anyone. I don't want to get anybody sick uh, or myself sick. So yeah. then we're driving and then we're going to hang out with my mom and Larry for a while and see my gram. Yep. They'll be our pod people. Pod. We're, we are the pod people. Yeah. So yeah. So then, but my. my Actually, the truth is I just don't feel like filming anymore. So we're going to make them do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Set up the lights. Go ahead, guys. You know. No. No, but my mom was so sweet. She's like, oh, I can move some things off the kitchen table. You can work at that corner. Just yeah. like, it'll be like this, but a different background. Yep. With a different curtain. Because I think there's that cream curtain she oh, has yeah. against that window. Oh, but also tons of plants. So, new, so many new segment. Plants. We'll do... Uh... Yeah, my mom's better with plants than we are. What are you talking about? This crispy... <laughs> this, this shriveled... Uh, of African violet. Well, yeah, but I was trying to think of mighty. a... I was trying to think of a funny name to call it, but yeah. Shriveled Violet. She's sad. Okay, but we gotta get She's going. She's so sad. Okay, have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you later. Bye. She's sick. More. <laughs>